Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the dark reaches of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined as ever by Robbie, Woolly Mammoth Bellicom, Sam, Woolly Rhinoceros Burns, Mm -hmm. and Ellie, Woolly Jumpers Sparrow. Yay! I actually have a woolly jumper, so it's thematically appropriate. It's oh. a rainbow jumper. It's the best. And I'm jumper. actually a woolly mammoth, so you know. Oh my god! How, what a coincidence! <laughs> Sam, are you uh, like? Are you also cryptid megafauna? Well, I do have a like slightly large nose. <laughs> That's basically the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Happy New Year! This will be coming like weeks later after the new year for you all. Yeah. But happy new year anyway. <laughs> but happy new year anyway. Enjoy. The new year has happened by the time you're listening to this. Yes. Uh, we recorded this on New Year's Day. Yay! Yes. Uh, for m- possibly more immediate news relating to present circumstances, although statistically <laughs> the odds are not high, uh, <laughs> it's important for us to check in with Futurus and ask, Futurus, what messages from the present? It's Future Jason and... You know what? I got nothing. Sing! Sing for my amusement! (laughs) Future Jason again, and actually there is something. Next fortnight's episode will be a feature-length piece of bonus content in lieu of a usual episode, but it will check back in on some much-beloved characters. So, we'll see you then. Back to you, past us. And on that Um. cheerful note, it's time to begin (laughs) Flintlocks and Fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So, gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously, on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party have after a great many trials and tribulations and possibly about 50 episodes i'm not Um. really sure (laughs) (laughs) reached reached the final wing of the cirrus citadel fucking great time Uh, we've had mr dm thank you yes it has been really great yeah thanks for the trauma I can't. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't believe I thought this would be a twelve episode arc. <laughs> <laughs> like one episode per room. Yeah, yeah the original to get through a room in an episode. <laughs> yeah, the the original briefs for these were uh, for every wing of the series Citadel was one sentence. But we had wow. fun. 
You had fun. We did have fun. I, like, we really no did regrets. Have fun. Seriously, no I'm regrets. glad that we spent this long it's with like, here. It was so much fun to be had. I have like a one, like a one to three sentence um, encounter stub written for every wing, and some of these I just went well off the original script. That excellent. Um, <laughs> just. Just so you know, uh, the original conceit for The Mentalist had you answering riddles from sphinxes. Uh, <laughs> oh, cool. cool. Okay. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you said sphinxes, but... Uh, <laughs> from bit, sphinxes. I'm really yeah. glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Uh, yeah, the, the, wow, imagine that encounter Jesus. in The oh, Mentalist. I'm imagining it. In the mentalist's notional puzzle room. Oh no, yeah. danger! Like, I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you add to this to the to to a to a sphinx to turn it into a sphincter, or do you take like, or do you risk taking the tur off the sphincter uh, rather than being confronted <laughs> oh, wow. by a sphinx? <laughs> oh, there are a lot of the sorcerers we fa- faced that would be really dangerous villains um, and some less than others in future campaigns but oh yeah yeah woe betide you have like you know I know the shaper of well was a lot but woe betide you have across the mentalist yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um previously however <laughs> you uh, made your way th- you arrived at the Sira Citadel uh for what was intended to be a three-day jaunt, uh, like you know, a no more than three-day jaunt, probably. Yeah, <laughs> uh, as I recall, it had, time? Uh, it had already been close to, I think, close to five days um, at the point when you escaped the void, uh, and then you uh, made contact again with your loved ones. Uh, left the cap behind at the mansion. I'm so sad. Mm. I miss her so much. Uh, and She'd have hated then... this. <laughs> and then stepped in to uh, the Sira Citadel, went through the first gate and realised, ah, the gates don't go backwards after mm. the first one. Um, so yes, it's now been some time including allowing for uh, at least one at least well a, an extra month for uh, scamp and victory and an extra four days for everyone in the time chamber probably the only location in this entire setting where I will allow that to exist what a lovely <laughs> four days this way oh yeah. yes <laughs> uh, <laughs> restful Calming. Yep. Not in any way harrowing mm. whatsoever. Yep. Uh, this is fine. <laughs> yeah. And uh, on top of that, uh, an, a literally unknown amount of time under the influence of the shape of Will. Which is very upsetting. And there were a couple of other places where it just kind of got a bit hard to, to keep track of time, like while going through yep. the Sears wing. Yep. Yep. So yeah, you're gonna come out and find out how many days have actually passed. <laughs> I'm so worried. God. I'm so worried. Uh, 
including since you left. Oh boy, so, so there's with a number of time, yeah, a certain number of days have passed since you went to steal a mansion. In, yeah. It was very much planned to be a three hour tour. Yep. Um, I've never watched Gilligan's Ye- Island. Now, the uh, having passed through all of these many wings, uh, including most recently the wing of the law bearer, you step through the golden archway lit with uh, light suffuses your surroundings and you find yourselves on a platform of apparently polished tiled marble behind you the same golden gateway leading back into the uh, underground cavern in the Lord Bearer's wing that you just left all around you is empty black void apart from in the distance apparently bright enough that you are lit that this platform is lit by it and it's the only source of light a distant gleaming light it looks like almost like like a distant uh, it's weird seeing one on its own like and uh, out you know with no atmosphere around you but it reminds you of when the sun is setting and like the f- and like the first star and the bear uh, shows up in the oh, sky cool. mm. yeah though a little yeah. bigger and a little brighter almost in sort of uh, feel well this is strange yeah what is that i mean by comparison this feels perfectly normal <laughs> Hmm. Um, we've had weirder. Yeah. 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 Shanti shrugs. Victory also shrugs. Yeah, I mean, search me. The ambivalent octopus shrugs. Eh. Um. Is there anything else? I'll just, like, look around. So I'm interested. Can I um, see or hear anything? It is eerily silent apart from in fact yeah it is eerily silent apart from your own rustling and movement you it's quiet enough that you can you can actually hear your own like if you're straining your ears you can hear your own breathing um it's not there's not echo interestingly exactly Hmm. uh like it's if it's the sound sound is a little odd you can kind of almost sort of get that slight sense of reverberation as if you're you're in a room um from the from from, you would guess your voice bouncing off the floor but as far Mm. as you can tell it that as soon as it just seems to vanish off into the void it reminds there is something reminiscent of the time you spent working, going through the broken ways oh. here. Um, okay. This platform, by the way, is about uh, 10 foot radius, so like 20 foot diameter. It's comfortable. It's enough for you all to comfortably stand on, but yeah, you yeah. walk around it. Apart from the glow of the door, like light just coming in through the door from the from the cave and the distant light of this pinpoint uh that's it what does the floor feel like 
uh, reaching down and giving it a little touch, it feels yeah. like cold marble. Right. Cold, so- smooth, polished marble. Uh, it has lines in it where the where it's been like where, where it appears to have been tiled. Right, sturdy, unyielding. Can I have a little lie on the floor and hang my head off the edge to have a look under the platform? Yes, you can. So you kneel down and you put your head over the edge. And can I please ask you for an immediate constitution save? (laughs) (laughs) I will hold um, Uh, Celestia's legs. Oh, you can hold Celestia's legs in a moment. Um, Okay. uh, You didn't think of that ahead of time. Would anyone like to guess what I've just rolled? Is it a one? Um, no, it's a two, which means it's um, a save, is it? Yeah, three. Mm. Okay, oh, wow. C- Celestia, the moment you're like, Bye. <laughs> like as you kind of crane your head over, you feel like there's a moment where the top of your head feels like suddenly both cold and hot, uh, but you're already, but you're like you don't pull back in time. You're you're already moving forwards a little bit, like oh. with a bit of momentum. And your head goes out over the edge. Uh, now, can I ask you for a deck save, please? Deck save. Um, that's an 18. Okay. I am better at deck. Which means you are not pulled over the edge. Um, <laughs> so, in the brief moment before, uh, before you grip the sides of the platform and pull yourself back in, uh, you have you feel all the air in your lungs get sucked out. Um, cool. And you immediately begin suffocating. Uh, how, what's your constitution score, by the way? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't. Uh, so I think if you'd if you'd flubbed that deck save, I believe that you would immediately pass out and start suffocating. But oh you do manage to pull yourself back in. Cool. So all of the so it's a it's a horrible sensation. Oh, so smart. <laughs> all of the air uh, goes out of your lungs. It's pulled out. Actually, it's uh, it's horrible. Uh, you feel it's like it's just wrenched out enough Jesus. that you feel your lungs scream, uh, and also your skin scream. Uh, you. Uh, you feel it feels like your skin wants to explode uh you're like jesus uh, uh, as celestia pulls their head back in you see that like the like some of the blood vessels have burst in their eyes uh, in her eyes and like her skin is particularly purpley uh around her head uh and you have this horrible sensation of both horrifying cold on one side of you and scalding heat uh, on the other side. Uh, specifically, the side facing the distant light uh, just felt like you, you were being roasted and the other side felt like you were uh, being uh, like you were in just the worst uh, Arctic uh, ice. Uh, but you pull yourself back in and apart from the agonizing pain that you're suddenly in, uh, and the, uh, trying to get breath, and back the in. sort of desperate, struggling, gasping for air. You're uh, it's not too bad. Um, you didn't attune to Magnus's ring or anything, did you? No. Cool, cool, cool. Definitely not attuned to anything of his. Right. So, uh, you proceed to take. Um, points today. 
Oh, yeah. Write them down. Uh, so, in addition to momentarily losing all of your air, uh, you take uh, 10 points of radiant damage and uh, 15 points of cold damage. 15. Ouch. Sure. <laughs> um, and you're, like, momentarily just horrifyingly disoriented. So, yeah, Cynthia lies on the floor and puts her head over the edge, as though to have a look underneath. Not a yeah. particularly death-defying gesture. Yeah. And By then... the way, uh, you do get a glance underneath. Oh, yeah? Uh, what is it? It appears to turn into... It appears to be just like a smooth dome, uh, like hemisphere underneath, like it, it's going to curve under and wrap around to the other side. Like like there's an upside-down dome and we're standing on the flat Yep, bit. yep, and there's cool. nothing underneath it. There's no, like, you know, set of four, uh, 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 four elephants on a turtle's back or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, you see this like quite not particularly death-defying gesture happen, and then Celestia just come back like. <gasps> what happened, um, Celestia? All the air. There's no. There's no air. Um, but okay. like not no air. Like air sucked out. And I, d- oh. does my face look sort of roasted to you? Yeah. <laughs> come here. Let, oh. let me have a look at that. Don't put your head over the edge, folks. Celestia has some mild burns <laughs> on one side. Oh, and hi. interestingly, mild sort of like frostbitey type burns on the other side almost. Okay, Cousin will open the uh, the healer's kit and get some salve on that. Yeah. I really didn't think just having a look would be that deadly. Um, but, you know, what? we learn. I was about to try <laughs> some do marjorie over, so you saved me some marjorie. That's well done. Yeah, that, I don't think a Marjorie would last that, to be honest. No, no, absolutely not. That suggests where we are is artificially um, created to be the way that it is, which tracks with everything else we've encountered in here. Yeah, but it wasn't worth it either, to be honest. It's just like a dome. <sighs> On the right side. So is it attached to this ear platform, or do you think if the platform moved, it would leave the air behind? What was that, Bob? Like if, we move, if I moved the platform we're on, do you think the air would come with it? Or would I we leave know, it behind mate. and just roast? Dunno. But um, I'm doing do it curious, cautiously. Yeah. Hmm. I mean it's it's just a what are we? How big is this? Maybe uh, I can't how big are we? Is ten by like twenty foot, foot radius diameter. Or diameter. Twenty foot diameter. Okay, that's too big, isn't it? How heavy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well it's made of marble. As far as you can tell. Although, interestingly, uh, I mean, it's made of marble, although how much it weighs is an interesting question because it is, as it were, like, apparently hanging unsupported. Although there is also apparently gravity uh, based Mm. on the fact that you are standing on it. (laughs) Uh, I I think it's too big for me to make it move or make it alive. It's possibly too heavy to make me pick it up. Well, mm. given what we've just found out, maybe um, uh, send Marjorie ahead of us. Really? If I send Marjorie explode. out of even, she will explode immediately. Right, she's tiny and more easily explodable. Right, she'll just she'll just explode. It won't be helpful. She's more easily brought back, though. Yeah. yeah but the second but she leaves the air, she explodes. Hmm. She won't get anywhere. 
if it was just the air, she might be all right. But um, but it's not, is it? How quickly the... do things lose their eyes that you've got causing? Like, is it immediately that they're not on you anymore that the eyes go away? Why have we never asked this before? So, uh, you've tried this. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, uh, if Corzin takes the belt off, or is mm. severed from the belt, in effect, the yeah. eyes fade over an hour, mm-hmm. because that's the yeah. rate they fade in over. But, um, the connection to the eyes goes, if that makes sense. Right, yeah. okay, yeah, uh, so, so I immediately lose the ability to yeah. use them, but they don't actually go away yeah. until an hour has passed. So, if, Car- if Corzin takes the belt off, um, you've only got Corzin uh, only has two eyes, but he can put the belt back on within an hour, and st- and also, and it'll still work. But something he he's wearing that has eyes on it because he's been wearing it. If he takes that off, he immediately loses the connection to the eye. Oh, I see. I, I see what you're away. saying. Like my hat would have eyes on it if I were to take the hat off my head, but still like be holding it. Could I hold it out? in front of uh, me to a point where that would be perhaps in the void, but my hand itself wouldn't. You don't know. You've never tried it. Okay, I I, I will do that. I will take my uh, hat off my head, and I will gingerly just, like... Well, I wouldn't stick um, it out just yet. Just, you... just see if we can first, otherwise we can just get a stick or something. And it'll, yeah, let's, let's do something we're not bothered about. Here. Your hat would be sad. Uh, so the first <laughs> thing that you, so the first thing you do is just take your hat off and hold it out in front of you, uh, yeah. like not at the edge. Uh, yeah, it does appear to work. While holding the hat, you are able, you can t- kind of see through the eyes on it still. Uh, you kind of toss the hat from one hand to the other, and while it leaves connection with your hands, you momentarily can't see out of the eyes, and then as soon as you grab the hat again, yep, you can see out of it. So that connection appears to work. Uh, I'm going to say that you've, you know, wore, taken off and worn enough clothes, and also held enough weapons, and yeah. so on, to know that uh, you kind of need to wear a thing for it to develop eyes. Which does mean that your carbine and your, and I guess your belaying pin. Okay, uh, I was going to say, do my weapons also have the eyes on? Because that's an interesting thing. Uh, Your scabbard, but not your blade. The scabbards of your blades, but not your blades. It's the outward facing surface. Perfect. Then I can just take the um, uh, the blade out of the scabbard, um, unhook the scabbard from my uh, belt, and use that. (laughs) Yeah, that that would function. What if we put your hat on like a top or something with the eyes on, like on a long stick that you were still holding? Would that still do the eyes? Um, well, I've, I've got the blaying pin here, but that's okay, not well, particularly long. Put your hat on the end of your scabbard a sec and hold right. that up in the air. Can you still see out the hat eyes? I, I hold it to the full extent of its height, which is probably about five feet. Uh, no, you can see out of the scabbard. You can't see out the hat. Mm. Only the scabbard okay, has so the connection we- to you. Has to be attached just, to me, I think. Right, so we can't right. just put something on the end of a fishing rod. Because <laughs> that'd be really useful right now. That would be <laughs> very <laughs> helpful, but no. Um, uh. Not for right now, generally, but you know. Also, though, it felt like fun. I could have quite easily just sort of been like Jason and like sort you... of taken off the edge by force. Um, yeah. I'm really I'll... trying to avoid the word sucked off right now. And it's all... <laughs> 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 I can't. I'm avoiding it. <laughs> The sensation was more like you'd it's almost already, sucked off. <laughs> you'd, you'd already 
it was less like a... F- okay, so some force pulled all the air out of your lungs. Yeah. Um, mm. But it didn't feel like it was necessarily going to pull you right, off okay. the edge. It wasn't pulling The me. risk of falling off the edge was the fact that... Uh, was the risk of um, you already having some forward momentum... And being disoriented. And then being disoriented yeah. enough that you lost your grip. Cool, that makes sense. And just essentially fell. Right, got you. Okay. I retract that. Awesome. Mm. <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't, like, force that was on me, I, I retract that, because mm. that, that yeah, means yeah. that it's chill. Mm. Is there any way to get this thing to move? Or do we live here now? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it might be too big for me to move it. Mm. Um, I mean, there is something we haven't tried. Saya! Anyone? Hello? You call out. (laughs) There is no response. Rude. It was worth a try. Uh, I just figured we hadn't tried it, you know. Oh well, yeah, no. Yeah, no, it was I worth a try. I meant earlier, and then and then your face burned, um, so I got distracted. Mm. Sorry, my fault. <laughs> no, I I was gonna do similar. <laughs> I mean, it was it was luck of the draw, really, wasn't it? One of us. Really, yeah, it was fifty-fifty. Who was gonna get there first? Cousin <laughs> yeah. will gingerly poke the um, uh, the scabbard out in front of him, uh, to the extent where like it's going. As far as we can see over the edge. Okay. Uh, you hold the the scabbard out. Uh, so some so there's some slightly odd effects that happen. Hmm. Uh, first of all, you don't get any sort of touch feel. You only get visual sensation through this. Yeah. Uh, as you put put the scabbard over the edge, you don't feel like the scabbard is being pulled out of your hand or anything. Um, but I need you. Yeah, I guess you specifically to mm-hmm. roll a con save. Okay. First roll of the year. Okay. That's uh, a 19 total. Okay. Uh, as soon as the scabbard goes out just past the edge, the eye, the, the, the sort of pair of eyes that you're seeing out through, because there's one, you know, there's ones on either side, um, yeah. are immediately struck by the light from the light from that distant pinpoint uh, becoming momentarily blinding. Oh, that's bright. That's really bright. Uh, it, it takes a moment for them to adjust, uh, but you manage to keep, like, you know, you tilt them, like, at an angle uh, because the eyes can't, like, blink. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah, you'd have to angle them in such a way it wasn't so dazzling. Yeah, and then slowly, like, kind of move it down to look through the periphery a bit. But you avoid being, you manage to re- avoid being blinded by the intensity of the distant light, which is apparently not... It doesn't feel like it's changed, but it rather it feels like you're getting a blast of additional radiance. Uh, 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 and even light uh, in strange spectra that you're not... that you don't... Uh, normally perceive that much like there are some oddities 
with wearing mm-hmm. the uh, the belt of eyes. Sometimes flowers look weird. Like yeah. yeah, they've got like weird little like faint bullseye patterns and stuff on them that you can't normally see. Um, uh, seeing them like insects. Do. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, it goes a little into awesome. infrared, uh, red and ultraviolet, basically. Um, and you're getting like a lot more of that uh, out of the distant light source. Uh, however, you are able to angle that scabbard a bit. Uh, and yeah, you can confirm that the the platform just appears to be the little hemisphere, uh, and walking around the edge and like tilting the scabbard, it it appears to be the same all the way around. There is nothing below, nothing in any direction that you can see apart from the distant light and the platform itself. So that's um. That's bright, but what even is the point of all this, then? I guess there must be somewhere making this move towards that light. I mean, there must be. Presumably. All right. What's, what's like, the... This place... Is this this look like Cloudstone? It looks like Cloudstone, right? Feels similar. It... It appears to be... Yeah, it appears to be marble, uh, marble-like in nature. Uh, it probably is cloudstone. There is a nice bit of, um, like, here. it's nicely worked and patterned, mm. um, but mm. not in a way that indicates, like, you know, magical sigils, just decoration. Cousin, what's, like, go in giant? This is a smart people thing. Oh, and you know yeah. this because from... Pigate. Yeah. <laughs> you call it out, nothing happens. Boom. Hmm. Radiant. What about light? Um, let's try making some light. I want a proper light at the front of the thing. Ooh, interesting. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> when you say at the front, there is only what there is basically. Oh, when I say, uh, I mean, yeah, the, so I mean the way that we want to go towards the yeah. one light source. Okay. If I'm saying, I say at the front, it's a circle. No, yeah, no, no that's fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, there is there is literally one point of reference in this whole place. Yeah. Okay. You place. Are we a playing li- out of wilds? <laughs> <laughs> you place the light, uh, the dancing light at the front. Uh. I'm trying to think about how this would affect things. And so what I want to know is, are you placing it on the platform or outside the platform? The very edge, I think. Okay. I'll start at the very edge and if nothing happens, I'll move it off the edge, <laughs> basically. All right. You place it on the very edge of the platform. Um... And nothing appears to happen. I'll shunt it off the edge and just like yeah, try and place edge. it like a foot in front. So, all right, this is close by and the way this works. Sure. Something odd immediately begins happening. Uh-oh. Um, you almost don't feel like so uh, so i actually have a question for each of you mm-hmm. um what as celestia does this what are you looking at what is your focal point 
I mean, I'm no, looking at the dancing light. So like Celestia's looking at the dancing light. that's what I'm doing, so I feel like I must be. I think I'm looking around to try and feel if we're moving, as though there might be some sort of sense of movement if it was to start moving, or that anything okay. might look different around us. And causing. I'll say my point of focus is probably the uh, the light source out there in the void, but okay. with my... Yeah. <laughs> so this is... No, it's fine. It's where your attention is focused that matters. Yeah. Scamp, you kind of look around, uh, and initially you don't really... S- and you're just kind of like feeling. You don't feel any... You don't feel any movement or anything per se. Celestia, as you move the light out... Uh, through the out of the corner of your eye, you see that distant, like, uh, got like kind of bright whitish yellow light seem to zip off to the right, out uh, as if it just moves. Uh, it just goes right and out of your vision for a moment, hmm. causing interesting. As you're looking, as you're focusing on the uh, distant, uh, as you're focusing on the distant golden light you see Celestia out of the corner of your eye push the little purple light forwards and then the purple light uh, seems to vanish uh, rapidly to the left. Actually, it seems to uh, move slowly to the left as does Celestia facing it. And you realise that that the... Although you're... uh, In the moment that you're looking forwards... Because you're able to see out of all of your eyes, it takes you a moment to realize that your body is that your body is moving almost. That you are that the eyes you are looking out of are moving to follow the distant golden uh, sort of star. Oh, scamp! A moment later, you uh, as you're frowning, looking around, you notice that the celestial is looking at the go- at the purple light. And the distant golden light uh, seems to be moving, but actually, uh, but oddly enough, it's like the whole platform is, like everything on the platform is oriented towards the little purple light. Mm. It takes you a few moments to put it together, but you suddenly realize you are, yeah, there there is movement going on, but you can't feel it. You I are can't in figure effect. out the description. In effect, how we're moving. you are now ro- uh, the platform appears to be rotating fairly rapidly around the little purple light, and you can only tell that it's rotating around the purple light because the golden light seems to be uh, seems to be moving in the distance. Right. Okay. So it's like I'm going to say Celeste is a bit slow and light doesn't get. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those moments that it takes a few seconds based on where you're looking to realize. It's like uh, orbit. Yeah, in an absolute sense, you are now you 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 are now rotating around that little purple light, mm. and the just... distant golden light okay. appears to be fixed in you know, is relative to you fixed in space, uh, and you are now moving. Mm. Or I, I think we're we're spinning around it now. Right, that's weird. Yeah. Huh. I turn it off. Okay, the it turns off, and the distant golden star stops moving. What happens if you do two at once? Yeah, Where'd... one either side of us. 
Cool, yeah, let's like, try that. Opposite sides of the uh, this place. Yeah. Okay. Are you doing them sort of even distance? Yep. All right. This is going to get real weird. Uh, <laughs> I can't actually figure out what would happen in my brain, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I am going to go with... New toys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so because... Uh, my apologies to the physicists listening who understand orbital mechanics better than I do. And but, this is d d <laughs> Yeah, uh, but what I'm going to say is, for a moment... Uh, do you make the lights, the two lights, the same color or different colors? Because you can make them whatever color you want. Technically, I think. I probably unthinkingly make them purple because that's my okay. habit color. And we'll so play you with have. A if weird we moment. find that they do different yeah. things, we'll play. So with you colors. have a weird moment where the purple light in front of you, the like you make one purple light, uh, and then you turn around, and you make another purple light, and for a moment, the second purple light seems to whip around a bit, and you find your. Uh, and you realise that the first purple light is, has moved around to be between, uh, so that you now have two purple lights in front of you. And then a moment later, the second purple light seems to become fixed in position. And as you rotate, uh, and you see the other purple light again. And it takes you a moment to realise, uh, because you're at such small scale, you do work out that the that the little dais is now essentially uh, the platform is moving in a figure eight around these two light sources. Oh. Huh. Well, this feels silly. Um. <laughs> um, pull them back in a sec. I'm going to try something briefly. Turn them off. Yep. You turn them off, and again, there's Stop. the, the yeah. only point of reference now is the distant golden star. Celestia's <laughs> so little uh, understanding of physics. <laughs> I am going to shoot. What do I? Eldritch blast or firebolt? Let's do an eldritch blast out and just see what happens. Because that's a beam of crackling energy. That's light. Mm. It has light. Yeah. It has light. So I guess we get a weird. Okay. So. So bizarrely, I guess two things happen. Um, but. Whether you can even perceive one of them in the current circumstances is interesting. Uh, so I'd like you to... I would like everyone mm-hmm. to make a perception check, please. Uh, okay. 19. This is my this first is, roll. <laughs> in a sense, sight-based. Okay, cool. Ha! Well, I have also rolled a two, so... Aww. 23. Honestly... Yes, too low for you to notice one of the things. Ooh. Okay. Um, so the thing that you do notice because of the distant, because of the relative uh, position of the distant star, uh, is as you fire off the um, as you fire off the, uh, the, uh, the eldritch blast, that flickering candle of pinkish light bla- flares out, and you and you can tell that the. Um, the platform begins orbiting it at a very steep curve, uh, but as it goes more distant, uh, because of the way that the star seems to be, the star starts moving more slowly. Like, because uh, you can tell it's curving because the star starts rotating around, and then that rotation slows, as if the further away the light source is getting, the less quickly you are now orbiting it. Uh, 
And after about... Honestly, Scamp, you only know this from experience. Uh, you've... Your shots... No, uh, like, your normal maximum distance for an Eldritch Blast is, what, 240 feet? Yeah, 240. After about 240 feet or so, uh, the the light sort of fizzles out and the distant star stops moving. But it didn't seem to pull us along with it at all? Um, it didn't seem to... I mean, it's actually kind of hard to tell. You can tell that you rotated... You can tell from the movement of the distant star that you were in some way rotating around it. Um, and you can tell that the angle of rotation changed as it got further away, but then it vanished, and as far as you can tell, you stopped. I mean, I can move dancing lights. We'd be going round and we, round. Do we actually, yeah, we'll be going round, do we actually follow it, or is it just going to move away from us and we'll slow down? I mean, we haven't tried that, have we? No, let's try it's it. It's a try. Yeah. I was hoping so, we'd just, like, follow along with it, but... I'll do it. Maybe it's too fast. And then my attempt will be to move it towards the distant light. Cool. So, just keeping track of this, you've tried dancing light, one dancing light close by, two dancing lights equidistant close by, and you've tried firing off a bright thing into the distance. Uh, So, you take one dancing light, you cast it out. uh, How far up do you want to go? Because you can actually go like, I think you can go like 500 feet away with upgraded cantrips and stuff. Okay, um... I mean, I'll start it like 20 feet away from us and just try and make it keep going. So, Because uh, the test was to move it and see move if we move it. with yeah. it rather than it being far away. So something interesting happens then as you move it out. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that happens is you begin rotating quickly around it, as you did before. As you move it... So, right, you know that you are moving it in a given direction. Mm. Um, Probably really hard to keep track though, right? I'm going to say that with just a basic intelligence check, you oh, you think you can keep it moving just in a straight line relative to where you started. Like, you know, just sort of keep moving this oh, direction. decent, actually. That's a dish 20. Okay, that's fine. Nice. You, you're able to... You don't get... Uh, you manage to avoid getting confused and, like, moving it relative to where the dais is. You, you can, like... Uh, I'm going to say for convenience, because you only have one reference point... You pick the star, like you move. That's like, what I was going yeah, for. You go yeah, for the direction star, the star, and you just make sure it keeps moving towards the star. Yeah. So. That was that was the plan. Yeah. So you start rotating rapidly around it, then it continues moving, but you keep moving forwards and getting it more distant. As this happens, you continue rotating around it, but you you get the feeling that uh, you are now sort of swinging around it and almost um, the I'm going to say especially with the 20 intelligence you're like testing this you work out that whatever distance you move that light to it's always rotating you um, either kind of like clockwise or anti-clockwise uh, and you work out and you kind of get the sense that, oh, it's based on which side of the thing I... Like, essentially, uh, 
In fact, I'm going to make this real straightforward because you've made a few of these. You realize it's clockwise. If I position it slightly above the, if I position it above the like floor level, it's anti-clockwise. Okay. If I place it below floor level. Oh, like um, positive and negative. Yeah, and wherever you are, uh, whatever distance you set it at, it orbits, keeping that distance. So, if you want it to move you further, uh, so so at twenty feet away, uh, it you go from twenty feet behind it to twenty feet in front of it, and then back to regardless feet of where it. the light is. Yeah, mm. and then when you extend it to a hundred feet away, uh, it then continues moving you around in a larger arc until you are a hundred feet in front of it, then back until you're a hundred feet behind it. So essentially, it's always moving you relative to your distance, uh, to the distance, uh, to the distance uh, you are at from that light. Get you, and you and you get the sense that, uh, and you know from testing with two of them that there seems to be some rule that affects which light you like, you know, how you move between multiple lights as well. If we, we could do like a figure eight and just move ourselves forward, and when we're at the far end, drop the back one and put it in front again. And yeah, just yeah so like leapfrogging it or, or pulling a rope hand over hand. Yeah, yeah, basically. And we could do one at work. a time and just drop it and put a new one. But if we did a figure eight, yeah. you could just yeah, it'd be a bit less tight on the time, like reaction wise. Yeah. Shall we try it? it? Doesn't need to be perfect though, does it? Because we did quite a wide arc, and, yeah, and at the put, top of the figure eight, like, I take the back one and put it. At the f- yeah. I mean, yeah, as as one we start like 50 on fifty feet ahead and one hundred feet ahead, or something like that, and then we're at the way the furthest point from where we started. Yeah, drop the one that started closer and just put it ahead, and yeah, yeah. Let's try that. To do a nice little figure eight up the way. Yeah, All let's right. give that a go. See what happens. I'm going to say that you think you get this working. Mm. Um, gradually it, creeping towards gradually the... creep. You think you are gradually creeping towards it. Uh, within this, this distant star is distant. Uh, so within, although you settle, you settle into a good rhythm in the first ten minutes of just moving, dancing lights, basically. Uh, and you can tell, like you're pretty sure you are making progress. You know, you're keeping the star in front of you. Uh, in a very much in a, in a manner that calls into you very much uh, makes you think of the early days of navigation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like literally traveling, just traveling by. There's the North Star. Yeah. Um, yep. You feel oh, like boy, I wouldn't go for the bore right now. Uh, you feel like you might be, you must be getting closer, but the star is bright and distant, and you don't know how long it will take. Uh, off the top of the bat, let's just uh, suffice to say that after ten minutes, you're not immediately obviously closer, but that may change over time. Hmm. Mm. Um, also, I meant to do this earlier, but uh, scan. Can I ask you to roll two d one hundreds, please? Because it's, oh, no. because you have an outstanding tides. This is a oh, bad dear. place for one of those. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Hooray! Go on, have a little explode. It'll be fun. 
Eighty-seven. I'm just looking through a couple of uh, a couple of options as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. You have, you see two possibilities in front of you. One uh, of, one of potentially uh, blinding insight and one of fire. Uh, and when I say blinding insight, I mean very literally blinding. Might, uh, mm. Like you get a sense that, bli- that one path may lead to bli- literal blindness, and one path uh, will lead to fire. <laughs> Does it feel like the blindness would affect me? Both of these or feel generally? like they will affect you. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, okay, well that that's less scary for the fire, weirdly. Because fire in this place affecting everyone would be terrible. Mm. Um, I mean, yes, but let's not forget that fire that the fire that uh, when fire you, uh, when a, a fireball can be centered on you. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, there is so little air mm. that mm. I just don't think fire can possibly be an option. You are Fair. smart. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'm going blind. Bye. <laughs> All right. Uh, can you please roll me one d one hundred? Thirty one. And again, please. Oh God, oh, dear. Seventy two. Okay. So you, like, Bob's. I'm telling you that this will last for thirty one minutes. Okay. Right. Okay. Um, everyone else, as as you're kind of starting to get into the swing of this, uh, Scamp kind of like looks like a little uncomfortable, like they've got like um, like acid reflux or something, like no. start burping a little bit, and then uh, and they, they 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 look like they're kind of sweating. Uh, uh, in places as well. They're not looking great. Like their their skin is getting a little clammy. Um, and yeah, it feels so good. You right there, Scamp? You need a snack or something, looking at the dancing light. Like, not yeah. really, not yeah. really. I'm assuming I'm concentrating quite a lot mm. right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I feel queasy. I don't want to put anything in that. It'll be an interesting experiment if you throw up off the side. <laughs> That's true. I'll start rummaging for snacks. Uh, <laughs> it's it, yeah, it's real. Oddly, you get the strange sense that you can kind of really like scam. You can really like smell the snacks in your bag of holding. Like you can almost, it almost like you can, it almost feels like you can see them before you touch them uh, as you're rifling through. 
uh, causing you see Scamp's skin uh, oddly seem to buckle and ripple as they're reaching into their bag and moving it. Oh, that's that, that, that's not normal. Um, Scamp, are you normal. seeing that? What? What? Seeing what? Uh, you, your skin's gone all wibbly. You look... That's uh, fine. You look at your arms, you're... Oh. You got goosebumps. Actually, the goosebumps are like turning into like, like pimples or almost like pustules. Uh, mm-hmm. And your fingers are starting to like bend in strange ways. Uh, Am I going to burst? I feel like I'm going to burst. Um, I'm going to leave that dancing light here and turn around and stop doing this. What is happening? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Let's look around. That looks bad. And uh, Victory and Shanti are both staring. Victory, like, scam. Are you going to... Uh, Scamp proceeds to explode, uh, for want of a better <laughs> word. Um, or rather, Scamp explode. Scamp transforms in a very different way to the usual polymorph type <laughs> transformation. Oh no. Um, their limbs like start to like already looking kind of weird and elongated and floppy uh <laughs> suddenly burst outwards uh and scamp you essentially uh like you kind of have frankly it's a testament to fighty's construction of your uh, of your garments uh, that they still stay intact uh, and on uh, and sort of on you, uh, but Scamp's entire body seems to turn to goop. Uh, Scamp transforms into a. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say multi-limbed, but they're more like mm-hmm. pseudopods, like an oozing mass of bright pink flesh covered in eyes and mouths. Uh, you think you see saw something like this during that time the Dreamfold started leaking into the world, actually, now that I think about it. Oh no, this, yeah, is, this was... is not like the thing we fought on the barge. Yeah, uh... Scamp suddenly yeah. looks very much like the thing you fought on the barge. Um, We've just gone naught to Cronenberg very quickly. Oh yeah, so <laughs> Scamp, you basically turn into a shogoth. Uh, like into a, into a gibbering mouth type situation. You are entirely still you. Your brain is you. Except for the experience. Mm. Um, because suddenly you have 72 eyes <sighs> in a very oh, different way to cause it. I hate it. <laughs> oh dear. Can uh, they talk? Imagine not. Uh, Scamp, you can talk <laughs> and all of your mouths talk and also rabbit out like all your sub- like rabbit out your subconscious thoughts in the background at oh the same God. time. <laughs> oh God! Oh no! Sandwiches now. This isn't going to work at all. Uh, yeah, I it's... wonder what color Jeffrey would be if he was one like this. Would it be the fur or the skin? <laughs> Celestia would look great like this. Or that would be a good color. Causing yeah. would be weird. It'd be like one of them blob fish I saw one time. So hey, scam- look at that light! It stopped moving. Where's my sandwiches? I was getting a snack. I swear, I swear, I had a snack. <laughs> So Scamp, Scamp uh, what in the re- regent's tits have you done? <laughs> you can speak; it just requires kind of a focused effort to get enough of your mouths talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you <laughs> could... they're all talking all the time oh yeah but that's the thing talking and yeah. saying the same thing Insane. like to to to, to uh, uh, <laughs> sort of overriding your your uh your your men like your subconscious like blathering out everything you're thinking about in a confusing mess uh you can taste through your skin uh, and smell through what does skin. what does the floor taste like because i was going to lick it earlier and i didn't get around to it so <laughs> this is perfect um oddly <laughs> sterile like oddly uh. sterile and dry uh apart from the bits where you can taste causins like boot leather uh oh. and like you can smell all of your companions really strongly uh, jeffrey smells like, amazing uh like yeah, like you, you get some of Jeffrey's hair in one of your many mouths and can like taste it, uh, and it just sort of sinks into your tongue and, and is digested. Um, it's Ugh. you do. Uh, in addition to just the Cronenberg horror of this, though, you also have astonishing eyesight mm. uh, and astonishingly parallel eyesight. Uh, I'm going to ask you for... Oh, boy. I guess this is a wisdom check to master your new senses. <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> Where's my dice? Well, if you want to use tides, you can. The rib cage is getting in the way. Let's see if that's a nine or a six. I think it's a nine. Yeah, it's a nine. Okay. Uh, it takes you pretty much half an hour to 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 really talk the whole time. Yeah, to really master your senses. Um, So I'm going to come back to Scamp at the end of that half hour. Uh, I guess we have to do immediately after this has happened. Yes. So uh, in the so now it's. Uh, let's into that half hour. Uh, yeah, Scamp has just turned into the nightmare creature blah, 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 that blah, blah. that you fought on that barge that one time. Regent's oh. teeth says uh, <laughs> Victory. I'm just going to do the obvious check. Is anyone else feeling funny? Uh, Shoes taste like. Well, I wasn't. But that's... <laughs> no, no, I'm, 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 I'm in like. Beyond this, says I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm feeling fine. Nobody feels wibbly. This isn't a this place thing. This is a weird scamp thing, right? Sandwiches. Um, looking around, you, I, 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 I think it's just a scamp thing. Right. Um, Didn't they turn into a sheep once? Yeah, that's like, why I'm not like shitting my pants. Um, I wonder what I'd look like like a goose. I should be a goose. Do goose taste? You'd good? make a lovely goose. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not shitting myself because um. They've turned into stuff before. This one's particularly strange, and all the talking's very disconcerting, if I'm honest. Um... I would do a geese dream. What would geese Scamp dream of? Kind of like oozes along the ground, like when they're not focusing, and you realise parts of them, parts of them are in danger of spreading, uh, not only Whee! towards the edge of the dais, but like, like part of over your edge? feet, and like. And actually, they're surprisingly heavy as well. Ooh. Uh, the, the amount of non-scamp space on the platform is starting to become a problem. Scamp, you right. need to go back into the middle. 
pull yeah, can you move? Can you get, like, curtains. squish yourself a bit? <sighs> okay, um... Scam, can you make a uh, charisma check, please? <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, I'm rolling so badly. That's a seven. <laughs> uh, scamp, bits of scamp, like, pull themselves into Ooh. a little mound near the centre, but the outer parts I'm just continue, like, spreading. Me. It's like scamp pulls a bit in and then other parts smoosh outwards. Like, can they, I... they can only control parts of their body at a given t- time. Can I cast suggestion on? Yeah. I'm going to try. Uh, I'm just going to go, stay in the middle, get smaller. <laughs> Scam, can you roll an intelligence check to, so to have enough of yourself together to realise that you probably shouldn't try to resist this? That's a six. <laughs> cool. Uh, roll a <laughs> no. uh, wisdom save then. <laughs> That's a ten. <laughs> Crack Okay. At least my bad rolling held for that. It does. <laughs> uh, and you try to follow it. I will let you roll your charisma save, uh, charisma check a second time to, to represent advantage. Fifteen. Okay. This, like, overriding I've not rolled over a ten yet. Very divided will seems to be working more like they're able to keep most of themselves peeling back in towards the center i will keep concentration on that yeah i wonder what i taste like nom, nom, nom. Uh, i don't <laughs> think one where they've turned into something has ever lasted that long right um because there was that time where they couldn't get drunk for a month that's the longest anything's been yeah but i it, don't think they've just turned into anything for like a long time they told me well, they, they once turned into a plant pot. Yeah, I don't think that was for They did do that. All over the floor. You are all over the floor, that is all correct. Over. Am I the floor now? Causing, step on me, see what happens. Would I eat your shoes? Causing is going to like gently like tap the edge of the, the scamp mass. shoe. Uh, I mean, okay, yeah, Scamp, it doesn't sound like your subconscious even wants to resist the urge to try and eat Corzin. Uh, so please make an attack roll. Oh, no. <laughs> this is just, like, proficiency oh, like that plus... I've rolled well. Yeah, plus um, dex. That is, like... Oh, proficiency as well? Oh, no. That's, um... 25? <laughs> yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> uh, right, I don't... I, I don't know why I didn't think I would need to get these stats up. Um, <laughs> so let me just find out what you need to roll. This is the stupidest mm-hmm. one in a while, isn't it? <laughs> By the way, I love that in character I've just turned... You've turned into a gibbering mouser and I've been like... Yeah, is everyone else yeah. okay? Yeah, cool. That's probably fine. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love that we're at that point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh wow. Okay, that is. Um, yeah, apparently that's five d six. Could you roll, please? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um, three of them. That's five. Anyway, that is not great damage. So that's good. Um, that's only eleven. Okay. okay. I rolled so, a few ones. Um, like. The mouth itself only has Scamp's teeth, but 
as you kind of d nudge the boot into it, it does bite onto your boot. Nah, and as you nah, kick nah, it nah, off, nah. strands of scamp, of the scamp mass, like, fling themselves onto your, your leg and start biting with tiny mouths that form there. Nah, 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 uh, nah. You pull yourself, you manage to extricate yourself from the scamp mass, but you, like, basically have, like, a series of small scratches and bruises <laughs> from where tiny scamp mouths have been biting all the way up your leg. What the hells? <sighs> Whoops. I mean, literal hell's teeth here. Um... <laughs> I mean, you did kind of stand on them. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> like, I've told them to stay in the middle of me. That's on you. <laughs> Victory sort of rubs her, uh, rubs her <laughs> temples. Can I just say how thankful I am that you've cast a spell to keep them in the centre? Because if, if they're going to try and bite us at any time we step on them, I'm glad that we have floor space. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I've got eight hours of a spell and then I can do it again if we need to um, and I don't think turning into anything has ever been that long so, I think the longest it's been is an hour or so but uh, still like an that's, hour? Yeah. that's a while here um, yeah fanciest floor right. that is so much talking like, is this what Scamp's brain sounds like all the time <laughs> I'm imagining like this but like Seven different oh, yeah. ones, just, just like at all times. Victory says, "Like, I mean, that's what my brain sounds like. Isn't that what everyone's brain sounds like?" And well, Shanti, is it all like words, chattering words all the time? Well, not like words, but like you know, you've always there's like a bunch of things that you might be thinking about any time. I mean, yeah, you think about several things at yeah. once. Shanti, not always, not always in words. that never come out like that. It'll be music and vibes. Shanti just raises her eyebrow. No. No, that's mm. not how I think. Uh, I wonder if I could fly like this. What if I cast fly on me, or what if I cast fly on everyone? Don't, Don't do you that. dare uh, fucking cast any spells. Scam, you are perfectly capable of casting spells in this state. Oh, Lord, no. Uh, I can't do two <laughs> suggestions on one thing. I can only concentrate on one. I've right, told. Right. Hang on, I've told you to stay in the middle. This is true. If I yep. fly, I might just float away. I shouldn't do that. That wouldn't be in the middle. What's in the middle? Currently, oh. you and... Oh, I guess the gate. So Scamp is, like, pulling around, like, the, the golden gate archway. What is the golden gate taste of? Um, metal. Uh, and... Mostly metal... Dust from the uh, other place. Weirdly, you're like partly exuding. It's very strange. You're partly exuding from, uh, from, like on one side, the golden gateway is just like a flat gold surface. Um, on the other side, it leaks into it, like it's it's open to the uh, lawbearer's wing. So you're like, there's a little bit of you that like spills <laughs> into that cave. Uh, vampire house. It mostly tastes of vampire dust uh, and mm. rock. I'm eating vampires. Am I eating dead people? I'm eating dead people. Aren't we all eating dead people, sort of? Because everything goes into the ground and then comes out the ground. I, I hate things from the ground. Okay. As soon as I am <laughs> um, I confident we are not in any immediate danger, provided we don't prod the scamp thing. Um. Yeah, so it, you have to keep round the edges of the dais, but you're all right. <laughs> yeah, 
Corson is going to um, take the uh, belaying pin and place it um, uh, upright on the ground, balanced, right. and see if the um, the the light source from the distance star will say, for lack of a better term, at the moment. Mm. Does it cast a shadow on the ground? Ooh. It does. Uh, as does the as do the uh, the glimmering purple lights that you are figurating your way. Yeah, I am uh, gonna after it. a couple of minutes of figuring Perfect. out that nobody else is turning into these, I am just gonna yeah. carry on with our trip um, because what else is there to do currently? Yeah. So right. uh, so yeah, and you interest you get some interesting interplay of shadows as like the different uh, because now multiple shadows are being cast by the belaying pin. Yeah, what what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna mark where the shadow cast by the the distant light is on the ground, either like by just um, scratching it or yeah, no, that's the whole point. I'm trying to figure out our rate of progression. Right, you're clever. Cool. Okay. I'm gonna see if I can cast a spell. Um, So I'm just gonna test thaumaturgy and make my voice three times as loud. Uh, it works. Uh, Scamp's murmuring becomes uh, becomes more like gibbering. Fuck me! I wish I could do another. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I I do have a solution to this. (laughs) I just got to double check the other wording of it. (laughs) It's really fucking hard to concentrate on two things with all that noise. If I'm honest. Okay. Um. So it is concentrating. She's mm. just getting visibly stressed. Yeah. <laughs> the platform itself in totality is about 20 feet wide, correct? Yep. It's a 20-foot diameter circle. Okay. Um, I'm going to um, roughly divide the, uh, the the circle in half, because is Celestia sort of out the front, for lack of a better term? I'm yeah. not going to move where I am, yeah. Yeah, Celestia okay. is like I will stand in one spot towards and, the yeah. light. Yeah, it's. I'm literally just going to um, place a silence so that it doesn't affect anybody else, but um, has the the effect that it, it nullifies the the noise that's coming from the scamp thing. <laughs> yeah, you basically anchor this the anchor it low, and yep. <laughs> <laughs> like above the ground level of scamp. Yeah, because uh, I'm going to say that you can because you know, it's like a 20 foot cube that you can basically do. You just anchor the base of the cube down so that it's extending about like yeah, about like two and a half, three feet above the ground level. Can so, you anchor yeah. it to the platform, or does it stay in one spot? Anchors to the platform works yeah. like yeah. works like ship rules. Ah, fair. Yeah, yeah. it's that makes the sense. because you have to. Th- no, it's just curious. No, no, yeah, relativity no, is it, like <laughs> relativistic motion is yep. very much the name of the game here. I mean, it's only going to work for ten minutes, but at least it will be ten minutes. You aren't having to deal with that. <laughs> ten of thirty-one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so tempted to cast counter spell. Like, I'm, I'm really I'm sorry, Scamp, but like th- this was, this is important. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Also, it means easier. that Scamp can't cast anything that has verbal com- uh, components. Yeah, this is actually still the case. Mm. Huh. Unless I guess yeah, you... I will, I will cast Mold Earth and just start writing all my thoughts on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, you are able to. I guess you are able to write on the stone because if it counts. <laughs> uh, moving ahead. 
after 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Did so, the light move with the shadow? So, sorry? Causing's light shadow stick, could you work out our travel speed? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to work out, our rate of progression. You'll get a few chances at this, but oh, I would okay. like you to roll a... Uh, navigation check, please. Yeah, navigators tools figured. Okay. Oh, that's not great. That's an eleven. Uh, you keep you mark it out, uh, and you carry on. The shadow does not significantly enough change over thirty minutes that you think you can extrapolate from that. Uh, it might just be a, you might need to wait longer to perceive it. On the bright side, though, the the shadow doesn't seem to like change erratically either. Like you know, like the uh, you get the feeling that the distant light at least is not moving, yeah, or like getting further away from you or anything like that. You reckon that you probably are getting closer to it. It's just some distance it's away, just really far away. Yeah, yeah, um, I. I... Yeah. I'd give this an hour, definitely, but I think from this, at, l- at least I can conclude that what we're moving towards isn't itself also moving. Well, that's something, because fuck me, this is boring, if I'm honest. Mm. I don't imagine it's particularly stimulating, no. All right. Oh, it was fun for like five minutes, and that's been half an hour. I was dying a bit, to be honest. It's like <laughs> the weirdest form of rowing ever. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to say that after exactly 30 minutes uh, so you have two minutes remaining on this scamp and you kind of get a feeling that your body is like slowly starting to return more to itself like it you know like uh, you're, you're getting a sense of your of your of your nature firming back up and it's gonna pull itself back together soon <laughs> cause and silence has run out <laughs> oh yeah cause and yeah. silence around yeah. 20 minutes ago um, but over the 30 minutes and like at the point you hit 30 minutes you have regained self-control uh, you you've come you, you've acclimatized to the strange form your body is in and you realize that you can mold your you can kind of mold your flesh to your will uh, you could form you know, you could extend. You can extend out pseudopods. You can. I become a bum. Sorry. Mm. I make myself into a giant bum. You and yeah, that's that's <laughs> the moment when you kind of get it together. You uh, all of Scamp sort of pulls into the centre, and they uh, uh, and becomes a pair of huge mounds of flesh, uh, like a giant bum, still covered in eyes and mouths. Uh, why, Scamp? Just why? <laughs> you also realise a few other things from doing this. Uh, one is that you're seeing through all of your eyes at once. And the wider you make yourself, and you kind of perceive this now that you have enough control to understand the input from all of your eyes, uh, and from the time you were a pancake, the wider, you ma- uh, the wider out those eyes are, the sort of um, wider your almost the resolution of your like the better the resolution of your telos- of, of the telescope of telescope scamp becomes <laughs> uh you realize that at your widest 
you can see further and in more detail than you can when you're tightly compacted. Uh, enough so that you that you that you think, although while you were pancaked, you were too, your brain was too spread out to really make sense of it. You think you could see whatever the distant light was in more detail, maybe even get a sense of the actual distance. Tricky as that is, with uh, a limited frame of reference. So, you... so let's do if I go big again I think I can see really far okay you've got to promise not to be a dick though by the way I promise almost... not to bite anyone cool I'd take the suggestion off almost all of Scamp's mouths, uh, mouths are speaking in, in unison when saying this it's like a creepy chorus just of one Scamp's it's just going bum 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 yeah <laughs> <laughs> while shaped like a bum yeah <laughs> um, I will then once the suggestion drops I'm going to make myself like a um, like a satellite dish. Okay. Um, really big and wide and flat. You have this, like, everyone kind of has to, like, almost get down and hunker a bit Whee! as you spread out from the centre around the gate. I'm actually going to stop us moving for a minute. Okay. Because I feel like they want to be looking a specific way. Yeah. So I'm going to stop us moving so they can. Uh, and Scamp seems to almost turn into this into like a nightmarish flower opening up with multiple petals sh- with all of the eyes shifting around to the front mm. uh, and like a little sort of like <laughs> because of the, you said satellite dish like a little little trunk of flesh with uh, with, uh, with a big eye and, uh, and a mouth in the middle point uh, like sort of point uh, pointing and signaling the others mounted on like a weird little like flesh stump anchored in the center and like this strange uh murmuring flesh flower tilts towards the sun you know the distant star can i ask you to right so at your current size and breadth you i'm just gonna say can you please roll me a perception check uh, I'm going to say that you currently have a modifier of plus 10. Can I, can I give them inspiration? You can. I uh, just go very fetching shape and give you a wink and this little <laughs> flash of rainbow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use tides because you know what? Fuck it. Okay. Let's make this happen again. <laughs> I'm going to use that inspiration as well because that's, that's not great. What's the dice these days? Uh, I think it's d10. Or is it D12? Oh, sorry, it was D12. It's D12, sorry. Yeah, it's D12. Ooh. Ooh. Um, that is 29, then. Nice. Nice. You... So, interestingly, that is not a success, but you get a... Mm. You're able to... You spread yourself out as far as you can without leaving the dome, like, without re- leaving the sort of... The, sen- uh, the air... Uh, around the platform and like unlike Corzin's painted eyes your eyes can squint a bit as well and like do you have irises that can adjust uh, and factor the amount of light going in Um, so you are able to get 20 basically to get anything without inspiration bloody hell oh yeah 
So you can, uh, so you're able to perceive, you're able to get a few senses here. Uh, first of all, there is, you are, uh, you can, you can see that there is something, uh, first of all, that distant light is very distant. Um, in the moments before Celestia, like, uh, when, as Celestia, before Celestia removes the, um, light, uh, the, the nearby lights, you do get the sense that the, uh, that the platform is moving towards it. And interestingly, uh, you also get the sense that the platform is moving, is probably orbiting around the distant light as well. Mm. Just, mm. but because it's the only point of reference, it looks like it's static. Uh, you're just orbiting; it's just such a far distance away that you can't really see it. Uh, tell that you're moving. Uh, you can tell that there is something at the center of that light, but you don't quite have the visual resolution to make out what it is. And that there's something, and maybe something else there. You think that you, you think that it might, uh, like, uh, it's still hard to work out the exact distance, but it is very far. And you have a horrible little uh, realization. You could make yourself wider. And you and you would be able to see even better but not for very long because you'd be you'd be uh, because it would take you outside at least parts of you outside the reach of the plat of the platform i am going to do that but i'm also going to wrap parts of me around the golden door in the middle so that i'm not uh, just going to so fall off what did you say you wrap parts of yourself around the golden door thing okay. in the middle of this platform so that okay. I have something to hold like on to like as an anchor mm. yeah. yeah you do just that okay so first of all please roll 2d100 <laughs> this oh is fine mm. 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 four and 72 Okay. Uh Okay. Um so All right. There are two futures ahead of you. <laughs> One involves further transformation but it's conditional in some way you don't know what the condition will be um and one involves displacement of someone oh no oh no Oh no. We can't do that. We absolutely can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that is, we can't do that. It sounds awful. Okay. In which case, you choose the future of transformation. Oh, bother. So there is not an immediate effect that Tides is now dormant. Uh, Tides has been discharged. 
and you stretch yourself out thinner uh like becoming just the fucking Cronenberg James Webb telescope wow uh, <laughs> that's an image yeah so this is this is going to be a little horrifying uh, in multiple ways but especially for you because uh, can I ask for a constitution save to see how far you can stretch out and how much you can take uh, before the horrifying effects of the void outside this nice little safe bubble uh, uh, start to really take their toll. I'm going to use tides on this because this feels like it could be horrible if it's bad. Yeah, good shout. Okay. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, well, I rolled a 1 and a 20. Jeez. Alright, well. So that's mm-hmm. a 28. 28, okay. Uh, and it was an at 20. Yeah, it was an at 20. Yeah. Oh, cool. So that makes a big difference. I will say that that automatically gives you advantage on the next check because you're able to last... Uh, you're able to last for... Uh, like quite a few seconds uh before your eyes start to literally like before the retinas on your cronenberg flower eyes start to literally burn out uh from the inter- radiation and, and the intensity of the radiation things i did not expect to hear in dnd <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Honestly, this has gone in a slightly interesting direction, uh, unexpected direction, even for me. Um, uh, okay. I bloody love wild magic sorcery. Oh, it's, it's so weird. You scamp stretches them out almost themselves out almost paper thin, like suspend held in place by like weird little like almost like struts of Good. like. <laughs> Uh, more like corded muscle, like like, like in the way that like an octopus's limbs hold together. Um, uh, yeah, uh, with with fine flesh spreading out and just like holding out these eyes in every direction. Scamp, you have enough presence of mind to keep all of your mouths in the uh, at your center and thus away from the lack of air. Um, which mean uh, sit so with like so really well done with that uh though it does have the, you now have the horrifying those of you like you're all kind of clustered behind scamp a bit um mm-hmm. because just of the need to rotate but what little you can see is this horrifying flower with just like a pit of mouths a pit of mouths at its center uh, hate this anyone else and no, this is very, very disturbing. Mm, this one I don't like. Scamp stretches their their eye petals out to a full hundred foot radius. Uh, they are like with like ten times the the uh, the uh, the width of the platform in every direction. Um, in a, like you know, in each direction, and it's honestly really horrifying because you watch uh like you watch as the flesh begins to crisp and burn uh in outside the platform's edges oh, the crispy um, pancake. yeah it's it's 
that's what some of the mouths say. <laughs> oh. Uh, scam. Pancakes are ruined. Ooh. You can roll another perception check. You have advantage on this. Your modifier is now plus 20. <laughs> 32. That is enough. Still not rolling brilliantly. Okay. A few quick conclusions then. Uh, you managed to keep this guy, like these eyes out for about 20 seconds before they just burn away. Oh, that's gross. Uh, and your skin oh, and flesh starts to burn too. Um, and uh, you hold out for as long as you can before you just have to pull yourself back in burn. to a lump in the center. Uh burned and ashen i'm gonna say that you uh can you roll me d4 please um one you drop to one hit point essentially from the catastrophic damage that you've taken yay however you do take uh you do get a lot of information so you're able to see First of all, uh, you are miles and miles and miles away. Uh, going at your current rate, you think it could take... It will take days, probably oh, in excess God. of three days, uh, to uh, to get there, but you could. Uh, you'd need a, you need a way to move faster than you're moving, uh, or, uh, or at least to transport much faster. You can see at the centre of this brilliant uh like flowering of light there is a humanoid figure seemingly just sat cross-legged um and is the source of the light they appear to be turned away from you and looking at some and you would guess if they're looking at anything they're looking at something that you can't see there is also another platform nearby they're floating just presumably in the void but there is another one of these platforms perhaps one two hundred feet from this distant figure uh you have seen it now and that is as much as you're able to get before you uh, before your, your your petals burn up and you're forced to bring yourself back in as a charred smoking ruined uh, gibbering mouther Ugh. and about 30 seconds after that and about and a few about 10 seconds after that you feel your form begin to calcify and harden and the all many petals and trunks and mouths sink the mouths and eyes sink into your flesh and dissolve uh and you sort of writhe back uh to having only four limbs slotting back into your somewhat disheveled uh clothing uh your uh, uh, twisting into your uh, into a curled pair of horns uh feathering out into hair and you find a still very burnt uh, and, and bloodied uh, looking scamp, scamp kneeling on the ground in the centre. Well, that was weird. Are you, like, horrifically oh. injured? Um, do you want some... Oh, yeah, no, I yep, think I'm yep. about... 
to right. fall asleep. Uh, cool. Um, one each, Corzin? Yep. I'm going to do you a level two, just because I'm worried about us running into other things. <laughs> sure. And I'd like to keep the spells. Um, yeah, I'm going to do a level three. So healing, you get nine uh, off me. Q uh, wins. Um, so that's going to be... Uh, actually, be four of those, wouldn't it? Uh, pause for mass. Sixteen hit points. Well, I feel about a quarter of myself now. That's less better. Great, lovely. It deals with the worst burns. <laughs> Um, says victory. Yeah, it was one of the more insane ones, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah look, what, what even was that? That was one of them fellows off the boat that time. Yeah. Mm. This is not how what I envisioned when you said like something in the water with loads of mouths and eyes. Yeah. <sighs> Shanty. That's pretty much it. Kind of is looking at her phone. And she has like pictures that she's saved. And she's going like, yeah, yeah, I've seen some shit, and this is going to give me nightmares. Mm, yeah. Anybody got any incense on them? This entire place smells like burnt steak now. Ugh. You can't have my incense. It's for Marjorie. <laughs> I think she's got to live with it. To be honest, um, mm. Shanti thinks for a moment. Actually, I can do shit. It smells like um, a stormy sea now. Uh, oh yeah, excellent. yes. You were able to. You clear a patch of, uh, of it with thaumaturgy. Prestidigitation. Uh, uh, yeah. Shanti sort of like uh, clicks her fingers. Oh, that's a good thought. Uh, let me help. Switches on the prestidigitation app <laughs> and joins. Thank you. Like, much obliged to both of you there. Ugh. Well, that's a bit better. Um, yeah, gross. Uh, I heard so some like half-formed there. thoughts about somebody sat cross-legged in another platform yeah, while you were all there talking. And another thing. Mm. Um, you also said something well, this... about it being maybe really far away, but it, there oh, were a lot of there was a lot of words it's over the top really, of each no, other. We're not. We're, we, we can't keep doing this. You need to sleep apart from anything else. So. Um... How long do you reckon it would take if we kept doing what we were doing? Days. I can't do this for days. I'll kill myself. Um, <laughs> anyone else got any other ideas? Well, using the same method, is there a way of getting the um, uh, the point of light further away from us so we travel faster? I think that would just make a bigger circle. Mm. So I, d- I don't think that would make it faster. Does that make any sense? No. Yeah, no. Um, I, 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 I was wondering... Away, moving this fast round. I was wondering if we put one sort of directly above or directly below us. What would that do? Would we just spin? Well, we'd go around it. On a different axis. Um... Yeah, we'd just be going around it in a different... Oh, uh, maybe, yeah. Actually, you haven't tried that. <laughs> I mean, so, okay, trying Celestia just to doesn't make sure that it doesn't understand do... gravity, just before I say the next sentence. Will we all fall off it, though, if we go upside down? Um, well, how does that work? 
Well, there doesn't really seem to be an up or a down outside of this place here. I mean, we've got one. Yeah. And is it the same up and down if there is, if we do go outside? Like, if there's tips, are we going to fall off the edge? Or is the ground, is, is what's holding us to the platform the platform itself? Hang on, can, can somebody cast light on one of these uh, shots? Uh, yeah, actually. Shanti, t sh Shanti taps her phone. Oh, cracking. I can't really stick it to <laughs> I forgot that, so. that Shanti can actually, that technically that's a version of the light spell, so yeah, yep. Shanti taps the phone to the shot and it lights up. Right, he's going to just um, throw it out of the, um, uh, out in the direction we were going. Okay. Uh, Does it fall? So, you fling it out. Uh, it flies out the thing, uh, and it continues, and the platform begins rotating around it, and it continues, uh, and the platform is continuing to rotate slowly around it, and it doesn't lose momentum, it just keeps going at the rate at which Corzin uh, flung it. All right. I mean, I don't think that's... I still don't think that's going to be fast enough, is it? No. And also, I... we're going round it. Like, it's... As it, once it, uh, it slowly gets far enough away that you begin to, like, not really notice the rate at which you're rotating round it compared to, like, the movement of the star. Mm. Um... Right, yeah. That's, it's just going to make us go in a bigger and bigger circle around that, isn't it? Yeah. Is there any way we can move other than light? I mean, I can teleport us, but there's a real big chance of it going wrong. Hmm. I also think that we might get in trouble for that. Well, I, get, I don't know. It, it's always been a test that we've got to pass, hasn't it? Yeah, and teleport... Like, spotting the thing um, and then teleporting to the This thing. person, were they sat on anything? Shanti raises mm. a hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is it always test? Like, I'm pretty sure that that's true. The actually. bitch that uh, you know controlled my entire world didn't really intend you to pass her test. Yeah, you have a yeah. point. And even if it was, we'd still be doing a thing. We'd have figured out being able to see a thing real far off and blah 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 blah. Um, but yeah, teleporting. There's a really good chance of us all dying. That's the yeah. thing. Like if, because you, you like pick up bits of shit off the floor and like use them to get back to the place, right? Yeah, if I want to get there accurately. Yeah, like you've got a bunch of little bits of wood in your pockets and shit, right? Yeah, I've got a whole catalogue. Like, you don't have anything from here, and like I put my head out for a second and my face nearly burned off and like you look quite bad from your stretchy out pancake time um, yeah that'd be quite frightening really I was wondering I say, about I don't know if this is like a weird thought weird. I don't know if this will work but mm. what about like gusts of wind well there's no air out there yeah I think when I make when I control wind I'm making air I think I'm controlling mm. the air that's there already. Is there a danger we'll just blow it all <laughs> just out blow all our air out. Just, yeah, that's <laughs> my fear. No, you make a good point. <laughs> I actually have no idea. Um, 
Is there any safe way to test that? Like, well, you're sort of <laughs> doing a gust of wind, or you aren't really, aren't you? Um, I can't do little ones, and I can only do massive <laughs> ones. It's actually a good point. Hold on. I don't uh, have gust of wind cantrip. I only have the big. You one. only, you only have, the have the four the big hour one. one. Uh, one. Which I could stop concentrating on, but like by the time it does, it's a huge really break... big. <laughs> okay, I've, I mean, th- th- there is a hold up. There I'm is actually... a crude way of doing this. I think. So yeah, I'm, I'm down for the crude way. What's the crude way? Farts. <laughs> That's what uh, my brain said. <laughs> <laughs> you said it was crude. Big okay. Um, uh, okay. Uh, Corson will. Um, Fart. <laughs> he will uh, uh, take his um, uh, carbine off uh, uh, off his back, and then just sort of empty the breech. And um, looking at where the um, uh, the point of light is, he will go to the opposite side and just stick the um, the end of the, um, the the barrel out, and essentially create a tube. There's air inside. There's no air outside. If it starts sucking the air, he'll pull it back immediately. Ooh, interesting. Uh, this does not seem to create a. Like a nice little tube that immediately pulls the air out. It looks like that alone doesn't seem to be. Uh, actually, wait. I'm just thinking difference no, I'm just of pressure about here. The, yeah, it's creating difference of pressure. The tube creates a point in which I followed through. The we know that the barrier does not extend through people; otherwise, it wouldn't have pulled the the air out of Celestia's lungs. Therefore. Did I just break the physics oh, no, of your world? No, yeah. you've just made... No, you, you've reinforced the physics. Corzin, strength check, please. Okay, yep. <laughs> what a fine day for science. Technically, this is athletics. Uh, which I think athletics, is, uh, okay, grand. Uh, cool, right. Natural one, but lucky. Hey! Uh. Okay, that, that, that's an 18. So, a few things happen here. The first thing that happens is, um, Corzin. Yep. Uh, what are, you, you've got your inventory. Are there any long floppy objects that you are wearing or carrying? <laughs> Ropes, scarves, anything like that? Long Same floppy long objects. Floppy. <laughs> um. Otherwise I think it's going to be your coat that this happens to. I think broadly long floppy object uh, uh, 50 feet of silk rope okay so earlier on while getting the the burn gel out yep uh, and de- and then getting it out again as part of the t- of the cure wounds on scamp yep. you took your backpack off uh, you rummaged around in it dealt with all of that as you put it back on uh, like, and you kind of put it down and rummaged around with a lot of the stuff in the process unreally like seen but not really recognised by you or anyone else you uh, uh, pulled out a bit of the that 50 foot rope cord uh, and just sort of put it on the ground and as you uh, and it kind of came a bit undone so in the process of 
gallery of uh, everything that's happened, uh, you don't really notice the rope coming loose, spreading out a little bit along the ground. Therefore, when you move towards the end, uh, uh, when you move towards the um, the edge, uh, and you kind of get your carbine out and open it up and create this pressure differential tube. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sudden rush of air knocks you off your feet. You gra- you, you don't lose grip of the carbine. In fact, you, you hold on to it, uh, but your foot becomes tangled in the rope. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the rope also then becomes, ta- uh, 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 as a result of people's uh, a victory nearby, scrambling to try and grab you, uh, gets tangled up in victory and also... Uh, in uh, on a sort of curlicue uh, little decorative bit of the gate <laughs> uh, uh, and grabs hold of it. Now, what this essentially does is it creates a chain of rope wrapped around your foot, preventing you from being f- uh, dragged out uh, of the dais. Okay. Uh, the platform. And what ends up happening is causing holds up the, uh, the 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 barrel pokes it through mm-hmm. and immediately uh air begins being sucked out uh into the vacuum uh by uh, from the platform mm. but the platform is not a sealed vacuum there is a gateway opening into oh. a place full of air so oh. immediately, a torrent of uh, of wind begins seemingly blowing out of the gateway mm. into the uh, law bearer's re- realm, and being <laughs> funneled through this uh, uh, through this tiny uh, pipe. Uh, I may have just created a weather event back there. <laughs> uh, indeed, on the other side of the platform, you can now hear a sort of rushing sound as air is being sucked in to replenish the air that is now flowing uh the, yeah ever, there is now a breeze in this dome as air is being sucked towards the hole that Corzin has created oh it's a breeze not like a cyclone oh no no it's a cycle it's a breeze on their side and it's oh, a right. bree- and it's kind of a strong wind here but sort of in the space between the gate and where you are positioning and where you are holding this uh, 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 this uh, barrel. It is I mean, now... bear in mind, the barrel is at most an inch wide. <laughs> yeah, and it's absolute vacuum on the other side. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, you are like, uh, it's mo- honestly, if you had, like, you are mostly feeling it because you are right next to it and holding it in yep. place. Because you feel like just the air pressure on this side now is going to push your gun out. You, okay, well, I hold on ne- to that and yeah. pull it back in. You, you manage to pull it out. <laughs> An interesting thing you notice. Mm-hmm. Um, because you have many eyes, and I'm going to say some of the others notice this as well. Uh, yep. That distant uh, shot you flew, you flung out, yep. the light spell hasn't worn off on it yet. And you see it change position, uh, 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 position as... Uh, uh, as this happens not in the same way as, it's, as you've been gently rotating around it 
but rather as if you have suddenly moved forwards in relation to it being off to one side. All right, we have momentum. Right. Okay. Right. So we've got enough air coming through there. That's fine. That's great. So we could shoot ourselves towards the thingy. Yeah, if we had something that would make a big enough, well, like a large enough tube... The only uh, danger is we don't want to uh, get sucked through it. As if I did that for like 40 minutes. <laughs> I hate us. <laughs> that was the most pointless 40 minutes of my whole life thus far. Well, we had to know that to know this. <laughs> I just, it was really boring, causing. Like, I can't overstate enough how fucking boring <laughs> that actually was. I can't believe I did that for 40 minutes. Ah. <sighs> Let's all tie ourselves to things here so we don't blow away when we try. Yes. Yeah, yeah, let's get this let's rope actually properly cinched around us. Yep, um, we've all got an implausible amount of rope. Yep, I will say <laughs> so, that you, yep. you secure we, various parts of We can of anchor ourselves to the, the arch, if To the archway. Else. Yep. Okay, so how, uh, and I'm just going to say, you do that, you've got, there's That's no happened. rush. Yep. You take ten minutes, you, you solidly secure yourselves to the archway. Uh, Jeffrey hops into a pack, as does Marjorie. Uh, I mean, Marjorie just needs to stay in a pocket. She's she's a cockroach at the moment. Jeffrey, as ever, goes make sure into... all our things are well yep. strapped to us or in bags. Yeah. Like you all that stuff. Now, what are you planning to use to create your jet engine? Mm. <laughs> um, shall I just change the platform? Because I can just shape the stone and make like a little tube bit. If that would work, yeah. Can you like, do it right near the edge, but rid yeah. of it if we need to? Yeah. I'll have to probably cast it again, but yeah. Cool. Yep. Okay. Fuck it. Sure. I'm gonna ask you, Scamp, to describe to me exactly the construction that you are making, please. <laughs> um, Make it a hole that's small enough we can plug it with something if we need to. That's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna find something that we can plug it with before we make it so I have dimensions to make the hole um, we've got enough lead shot yeah mm, feel like it should be bigger than that potentially um, what, have, what have we got I mean, well I've got actually the, um, the blunderbuss sl- uh, slug shot that would be about what like um, three inches round that'll do That's yeah. three inches really wow that's pretty large. Ouch. Yeah, well, you think that the blunderbuss is essentially, it's got like that big funnel-shaped barrel so yeah. that um, you can put essentially a small cannonball in it or a whole bunch of little ones. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I can't find anything stupid enough in my inventory that I'm willing to risk it being thrown into space. <laughs> mm. All that's the right shape, like it doesn't fall. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. I think I might have a, a solution to this. I have. What do you have? I have in my inventory the giant, literally giant cookbook. <laughs> just over the uh, the, the uh, edge. If it like seals the end, it'll just be like sucked onto it. Uh, sorry, what was that again? Giant. The giant cookbook. <laughs> Oh god, you do have the giant cookbook. I mean, actually, you can just make a smaller hole than the thing, can't you? Yeah, exactly, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah, if it's yeah. bigger than the hole, I mean, just put it over the hole. Yeah. I... The shot might be good because it's round. I can make, like, a round indentation it would go sit in. I 
guess the make make a what? Like if I made like a a little, if the, the end of it was like a semicircle, so that it when it with that is slightly bigger than the hole. If we put a ball in it, it'll sit in it really nicely, and it won't just get distorted or pulled by the force. True. That might be a good idea. Yeah, maybe that one. So like a little egg cup for it, but with a hole in the bottom. Yes. The air's going through. All right. All right. You take the largest blunderbuss shot you have, uh, and you kind of measure out and you and you and plan your 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 egg cup. Uh, but like on the end of a funnel. Yeah. Like a funnel, and it's just going to come up out of the stone and be part of the base, but then protrude out. All right. And I'm going to say you do this. You know, as as before, <laughs> you visual you visualize it, and then chant with friends' assistance. You reshape a bit of the platform, which seems to almost instantly uh, like mold up, form into this egg egg sh- uh, cup shaped funnel which peeks at the end and immediately <laughs> a roar of wind uh, that begins Whee! sailing nice. out through it. Alright everybody hold on <laughs> yep uh, and you begin moving towards the distant light at a much faster <laughs> clip so much faster. than you were before uh, hey we're at full sail you could have made that. You could have made it bigger, but I will say that after. Okay, we're lucky. Uh, that it, it uh, ends up only taking you an additional two hours. Uh, wow, to cross that's that's a lot a, more. Not bad. Frankly, yeah. astonishing yeah. distance. Um, you know, it's it's fortunate that this is that the size that you're uh, that uh, the scale here is not as. Is, is vast but not so vast uh, that it's uh, uh, that it might take as long as it's as some things do but okay, equally we'll some shanties <laughs> excellent <laughs> uh, but it it does occur to you that that slug shot that you that, that shot that you threw out never stopped moving so maybe all the wind that's going out is just actually giving you continuous acceleration yeah, you're actually getting it would. faster and faster as oh, you move no. towards. How do we stop? The At some point, I'm going to stop it. I'm going to close the thing and then okay. So we're just getting faster and faster. Should we maybe put some in the other direction to slow us back down? Otherwise, we are just going to crash into that eventually, aren't we? Mm. Yeah. Or go straight past it, you know, either way. <laughs> yeah, which we don't want. All right. Yeah, quite no, embarrassing, you know. I feel, yeah. All right. With a, with with now, you create a second one, plug it, which starts shooting you in the other direction. You plug it with the blunderbuss shot, carefully remove the other blunderbuss. Well, it doesn't shoot you in the other direction. It starts slowing you down. Yeah. And then I will say, to cut a long story short, after three hours... Uh, or, uh, but but no longer like careening past it. Yeah, a little bit out of this side, a little bit out of that side. <laughs> you manage to achieve not only uh, a a fast clip, but a controlled deceleration uh, as you approach the source of the light. <laughs> and we're going to pick up there Such after. Such <laughs> <laughs> After these. No doubt important. 
messages. Alright, so this one's just going to be very simple. You've got to get from here, the starting point, to here, the ending point. We have up, down, left, right, side to side, all three dimensions, nice and easy. There's just so many obvious ways of doing this, we're not going to give any hints. What's that? Oh, gravity schmavity, we'll stick it in here and there. It's not like they're going to be using much of it. Oh, alright, but I draw the line at sunscreen. And welcome back. You careen forward through the void, uh, and, you know, just for the sake of doing it, uh, can I ask Causen and Celestia to roll a luck check, please? Yep. Oh. <laughs> Dear. 17. Oh, 19. Okay, Causen's less lucky. Uh, Causen. Unusual. <laughs> uh... You're all pretty securely tied to each other um, to prevent anything too untoward happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that in the course of things, you do kind of like, you know, there is a little bit of jostling and moving, especially as you're kind of going to like, uh, especially at the changeover point about halfway through, where you're taking, you know, you're stoppering one uh, 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 one of these little funnels and uh, opening up the and the other and in the course of pulling the uh, the stopper out of the you know deceleration funnel um, I mean say causing you're the one doing this you kind of stagger back and you accidentally uh, stumble against scam like just lightly but enough that you ah. that you're uh, that I'm going to say, like, your cheek brushes against their hand. Oh, sorry about that. You start to say, at which point uh, that uh, tide uh, that uh, tide effect, the uh, wild magic effect, kicks uh -oh. in. Uh, because I wanted, <laughs> I've forgotten about because that. Because I, uh, I realised oh, no. <laughs> that needs to discharge. Uh, so, can both of you now roll me a luck check, please? Yeah. Sure. Seven. Natural twenty. <laughs> it's not Someone's necessarily not lucky, lucky <laughs> but it's uh, rather a question of scale. Um, so, God, Scamp, yeah. you turn into an elephant. <laughs> you just full on. Like in your like like you've been polymorphed, like golden light appears around you and you transform into an elephant. Uh, it's a small enough elephant that you're not like thrown off the dais or anything, but it does dislodge everyone. Cause it. You similarly are wrapped in golden light for a moment and feel yourself compressed down to the size of a mouse. Uh, and and at this point it just roll a D twenty please. For, I guess you know what. Add your proficiency bonus, but okay. uh, for for uh, for athletics, but not your strength. Athletics, okay. Yeah, because you have right, cool, strength. right. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a seventeen still. Okay, you bite. Uh, you turn into a mouse and desperately bite down on the bit of rope that was anchoring you, and manage to hold in place and are not sucked out the tiny funnel. 
it would be so awful that I, it's just so funny that I can't not laugh. <laughs> After two minutes of frenzied panic, both of you... I will grab the little mouse claws in with my trunk. <laughs> yeah, you, you grab the little mouse claws in and hold them in place. And after two minutes, does both the little th- mouse have a little tricorn? No, no, just 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 a mouse. Aww. But it's causing. Well, but, I'm drawing yeah. it with a little tricorn. Uh, you can't stop me. <laughs> but its fur is causing color. Uh, causing hair color. Like, Excellent. Sandy blonde, I think. Covered in eyes. Yeah, Sandy blonde. <laughs> covered in eyes. And yes, covered in tiny like patches of fur shaped like eyes. Like, oh. <laughs> like, like, like the eye tattoo. I don't know presents. why I'm finding this quite as funny as I am, but I feel absolutely <laughs> manic. Uh, it is oh. really funny. Oh, yeah. Many mouse eyes. <laughs> After two minutes, however, both of you become, like, splintered down the sides with, uh, like, with little lines of golden light and then collapse back into your normal selves. Oh, it's everything today. Is it just because there's nothing interesting happening in here? You're just bored. I didn't do that on purpose. Well, roll two no, I'm not saying you did it on purpose. <laughs> I'm just saying I think it's worse when you're bored. It's uh, a sixty-five <laughs> and a fifty. Okay. Um, you sit there. There are. There is a. Uh, there is. There are two futures. One is disconcertingly clean, and one is dis. Is kind of unpleasantly uh, centered. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's it's not going to be clean. <laughs> okay, um, Scamp, you smell burnt toast. Everyone else, you also smell burnt toast. Scamp just <laughs> stop. What kind of wild magic effect is this if they're having a fucking stroke? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, Scamp, like, weirdly smells of burnt toast for, okay, for one hour. So it, wears, so it does wear off by the time that you reach the end of this journey, but... All right, Scamp, I'm sure given everything that's just happened, uh, you'll understand why I'm asking you this, but have you just, like, subtly transformed yourself into bread? Or are you a little I bit on fire, but like pretending you are? Do I taste of bread? <laughs> <laughs> do I taste of fire? <laughs> um, licking your arm, you do have like a slightly wheat, burnt wheaty taste to you. I appear to be made of burnt toast. Jeffrey, no. Well, I'm not going to ask how long this is going to last, because... <sighs> Come to think of it, Scamp's, like, Scamp's skin is like... It's still pink, but there's like a weird texture to it. And then poke them. <laughs> Give them a poke. Um, with what? Your finger? Yes. They kind of feel like burnt toast. I actually think you might be made of burnt toast. It is taking so much self-control not to try and eat myself. Like... I... <laughs> uh, Jeffrey gives like you a little experimental nibble and like... Yeah, you feel his teeth. It it it, 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 it hurts a bit. Like Jeffrey. I said no. Well, I suppose we'd just better be thankful we don't have any butter in our packs. <laughs> How is today this weird? Like, there's not even there's nothing in here. I gesture at the void. How have we made it this weird? There is nothing here. This is entirely on us. Celestia, this is weird even by our standards, you have to admit. 
I'm so tired. <laughs> we've been in this stupid sorcerer land for so long. I just... My weird threshold is a dot in the distance that I haven't seen in a very long time at this point. And I just... Ugh. Are we about to meet the big main, like, centre sorcerer? This is the impression we're making. You're made of toast. (laughs) Great. Over the course of the next hour, your skin kind of feels, like, dry and crispy. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like, you have this weird sense that you... Like that you want to moisturize, but like with marmalade or something. Um, <laughs> but it, after about an hour, it fades and like your skin texture returns to that of skin. Uh, and not long after that, as the air is continuing to pump out, you get closer and closer, into, uh, and the light becomes like on the cusp of blinding. Uh, you get the feeling sunglasses that down. yeah, sunglasses <laughs> are down. Calls in actually because of your specific situation. Con save, please. Yeah, fair. Seventeen. It's you can. Oh, it's hard. Uh, you get the feeling that you would be much more comfortable if you took the belt off temporarily. Um, but you are able to kind of still, like, through, like, you you kind of close and squint your your, your natural eyes. Yeah, um, I mean, according to the write-up for the, uh, the Belt of Eyes, if this is the equivalent of a daylight spell... Yeah. ...then the DC's 15, so I'm yeah, okay, so you're but, okay. like, just uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's uncomfortable as, as, as glares go, but you manage and there is this fierce golden glare now uh you realize as you get closer and closer to this to what you can now faintly make out is a distant figure sat cross-legged in the middle um the they are surrounded by a flaring glowing aura that seems to encircle them like a star um, Shall I just send them a message? Should be close enough now, right? Not a bad idea. Try. As you are starting to get cl- to approach that, however, uh, at that point, he realised that you know, even with the air, shunt, air shooting out, you're still like going at a fair clip. There's a there's a risk that you might still slightly overshoot. Hmm. But whatever you're doing, this seems to be enough because the distant figure you notice tilts their head a moment and rotates around in place like still sat cross-legged but like shifting a little um, and moving their body and then the rest of them swiveling around to face you and you see a humanoid figure uh, looking almost like that of a Honestly, more resemblant to anything else of a hobgoblin um, than, say, an elf or a human. But with skin which is currently flaring with golden light, uh, wearing 
with some sort of clothing uh, on and that you can't really see through the glare. But you do see the, the outline of their head tilt to the side in confusion. They raise a hand and uh, arcs of light seem to curl out of this of the globe surrounding them and wrap around the dome catching and slowing it and as the uh okay, at this point victory gets the uh plug and sticks it into the little uh forwards funnel as the domes uh, as the as the day sort of slows down and the blazing radiance of this figure lessens as well it begins to it recedes down uh to a shim uh, uh, to still like brightly lit all around you uh, but her skin stops being an incandescent golden white glow and fades to a shimmering underlit blue. Mm. Uh, she's still casting light from her every pore, uh, but the light, the tone of the light changes, the feel of it, like the literal color, hue, but also it goes from being blazing and searing to... Not cooling, but calming. Almost soothing. Uh, you feel like you're basking in her light rather than being scorched by it. Like sun mm. to moon? Yeah. Mm. And now you can see the figure within with shimmering blue skin, curled white hair, and still glowing golden eyes. You can now see that she is, you can now perceive she is dressed in a tunic of soft white silk in an ancient gigantic step fashion and wearing sandals. She's also easily at least 50 feet tall. Oh, wow. Uh, but she brings you forward to a point where you could almost believe that she was of a size with you just by virtue of distance and perspective and though her voice her voice cuts through the void and actually you feel you almost feel the <coughs> air shift a little around you as if whatever Whatever air uh, there is here, the bubble of it is being expanded out uh, to include the dais. Like, there is sound can travel between you. Hello. 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 I say this gentle. The voice is gentle, but there is like a slightly booming quality to mm -hmm. it. I was not expecting visitors. Huh. Do you not get many? Usually, and her eye, and her eyes, she frowns a little and focuses, like, focuses on each of you in turn, holding, pausing for a moment on 
on Scamp and Victory. Usually your echoes pass on that I prefer not to be disturbed. Oh, we've not found ours. I think we might have broken the system. But you are... Hmm. She smiles yeah. a little. That is very interesting. Please, you are injured. She raises her hands and the there's like a slight shift in the blue res, uh, radiance coming from her. And uh, Scamp, you, you were charred to shit earlier. Size to you, so burns. <laughs> You feel your burns soothe, and in the case of Scamp, you see Scamp's flesh seem to just where it's been burnt, which was like weirdly combining with the with the um, toast burnt toast exp experience mm. earlier, uh, heal in seconds before your eyes. Do we all heal? Uh, you all you all heal uh, enough that uh, and. You see Victory sort of winces for a moment and, like, raises a hand to her eye, uh, to, the, to her eye patch. The, uh, the giant figure pauses. You will require more focus, but allow me to heal your superficial injuries. I am rare. Sorry, I am Fair, the Radiant. Nice to meet you. Hello. Thank you for the healing. I'm Scamp the... Well, yeah, much appreciated. Celestia Stardust, nice to meet you. Victory Cotsol. Gorson Horace. Chanterelle du Champagne the Third. <laughs> the Celestia bursts out and tries to pretend she isn't. <laughs> uh, Thea also bursts into a sort of light musical laugh. <laughs> Obsessed with that, babe. <laughs> you have. You must have travelled through each of the wings. Yeah. We have. Mm -hmm. And you have not encountered an echo of yourself. Have you met all... Have you met echoes in every wing? Yeah. Some of them said we were like a rhyme. Like similar but not the same. Hmm. Her eyes... Focus and for a moment the golden glow becomes a piercing white, uh, very much almost like a laser beam uh, that outlines scamp and victory. Uh, you feel they look like they're being hurt. Um, unset. Victory certainly looks like she's unsettled. Scamp, you have this horrible, like this bizarre experience of someone looking through you, like they can see through your bones. Yeah. <laughs> The laser beam focus fades after a few seconds. 
and she adjusts uh, she tilts her hand a little and you feel the warm soothing light go over you uh, and have a strange sensation that some sort of terrible disease you might have contracted has just been healed Mm. (laughs) what was that radiation sickness Oh yeah, <laughs> we got irradiated and then slaughtered. Yeah, <laughs> you don't understand oh, what that was, but you have this it strange felt bad. Yeah, <laughs> the strange sensation that you've just you've just been healed in a way that you didn't realize you were damaged. Uh. Yeah. Hmm. How strange. You are indeed of Keith. And to my siblings and I. But you are not one of my siblings. Either of you. What does that mean then? What does that... It means that you are new. You are impossible. Oh. I was going to say, has that ever happened before? Or did you all get made at the same... Did you Like, the first ones all happen at the same time? Hmm. I think perhaps it is time for some answers. Ask me questions. The pair of you are of kin and kith to me. And it seems you trust your friends. I sense... I see no chains around your minds. It seems you are boon companions. Trusted and true? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Family. Yeah, if if that's what that means, then yes. (laughs) Then... If you wish it, I will answer their questions to the best of my ability. Uh, yeah, I wish that. Yeah. that. That sounds great. Yeah, please. Yeah, uh, please. <laughs> answers, please, make sense. Because between us, sometimes we're smart, but, you know, let's not rely on one person to be smart. <laughs> First of all, then, welcome to the Sierra Citadel, the heart of it. You... I do not know how you came to be, but you are sorcerers, and you are welcome. And you have reached me, and there will be a boon for you. But it that can wait. Ask me any questions. And if it is within my power to answer them, I will. Can't look at Scamp, honestly. Just stop. Yeah. Where did the first sorcerers come from? (sighs) Would you like the short version first or the long version? Um. Oh. I want to say both simultaneously, but that's not a possible thing, so let's not do that. <laughs> um, I guess do the short version first, and then if it's not answering the question, we get. Well, I'd like the long version. We were carved from the corpse of the god of the, that created all giants. 
Hearts. Mm. <laughs> I told you it was a short version. I like it. Um, I want the long what's version. What's that mean? Yeah, now I want the long version, but I'm glad we did it this way around. Long ago. And I must preface this. I was not here for several key parts of this, for reasons that are about to become clear. So, this that I know, I know second-hand. This is what was told to me. Say then that you should trust this as much as I would trust the word of those who made me. Long ago, I believe at this point millennia ago, in the days of the eldest gods, my people the three-in-one people what if we would say and she says it translates automatically but causing you recognize this as the giant word for goblins right yeah my people the three-in-one people goblins we had one god who, like us, was three in one. And she tried to remake her people, to elevate us. And she failed. I was taught that she betrayed us, and that that justified what came next. But in truth, I think she simply failed and left us scarred. For you see, she tried to, to create from goblins giants. Giants such as I, who would live not unto immortality but countless centuries with grace and strength and will and for but a small fraction of us she succeeded however the majority were not so successful. A fraction became what would now later be classed as storm and cloud. Others fell short of that goal. Fire is that would be their nature, or frost, or built of stone. And still further, those of crude flesh amongst those who might who might later live amongst the hills those with only fragments of our gifts like the troll kind twisted 
and misshapen, but with a shade of this boundless life that she sought to grant us. Ogres. And then at the bottom of this cast of chances, the wretched Etin Cyclops, those who were multitudinous in form, but all broken or misshapen in some way, even further from the gold, from the goal. But all of us, even those such as I, who were made perfectly, share one flaw. Do you know the flaw of giants? Hunger, isn't it? Hunger. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember the thing. We are long of life, great of strength, and we have a hunger that can overwhelm us. They told me that what followed the grand experiment was a period of such madness, death and carnage that has never been seen before or since. Our, as they said to me, golden, perfect society crumbled. And we began to devour everyone and everything. Shit. <laughs> we restored order at cost. Though it was necessary that those who could not rein in their appetites, master their natures, were put to death. The weak were put to work to feed the strong. And our new society was one founded on order. Harsh, yes, even cruel, but functional. We survived. We even began to thrive. But we were scarred, filled with rage and resentment of such a level that we found the means to kill our own god and carved her into twelve pieces. And, uh, by the way, no, I don't know what that means was. It turns out if you have the methods to kill a god, you take that information to your grave. That <laughs> <laughs> well, seems pretty you reasonable. Carved from a dead... I bet the shape of the world was carved from the arsehole. <laughs> Surely. <laughs> you have met my sister, then. Uh, well, as you say, or her echoes, at least. Yeah... Dickhead sister sympathies. She shrugs non-committally. My siblings are my siblings, for all their glories and their flaws. One thing that my people understood, and well, was that magic has power over flesh, 
spirit over magic and flesh over spirit. I am simplifying here, but we knew enough to know to bind the pieces of our God into flesh, to control them and not to lose them. Twelve babes yet unborn were chosen, one from each of the castes of giants and one from each of our original people. And that is how we came to be. Wow. So... That's... Wow. I do not know how you were created, but perhaps that may shed some light upon the matter. I think in the same way, but a different god. Yeah, your... By inverted commas, your dad was a god, right? Yeah, says Victory, wincing. And, like, carved himself up to protect it? Mm. Yeah. Shit. That's kind of a lot. But it's a different god to the one that you were all made from. I do not know how we were cut, so to speak. Except that whatever means was used it seems was found again. Yeah. Does that mean it could happen again again? I think the fact that it has not happened in thousands of years suggests that it's, it is not easy, whatever that yeah. means was. Oh, Vasilis has got some fucking questions to answer, hasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of questions. Oh, she better start fucking talking when we get back. You hear a friend comment, I'm afraid I, that none of us remember what that means was. Yeah, well, I think not. <laughs> I think you'd have told us if you knew. If you oh. have more questions, please. I feel like I must oh, have loads. so many, but um, I don't know what they are. Um, does this mean we don't get a wing? <laughs> she <laughs> loves Do we have to go and make our own citadel? <laughs> no. I stole the citadel for sorcerers. And there exists enough space left to steal that I may fold apart away for each of you. And as your boon, I will teach you how to control it. To make it listen to you. 
it will That's not. Because I'm not getting things that listening to me. Jeffrey never listens to me. <laughs> it will not be quick. It will take weeks, if not months, to learn. But whenever you return here, you will have the power to open the door directly to your whim. I have a question that I literally can't stop myself asking, even though it's not remotely sensible. Um, do it, do it, do it. Do they get dumb sorcerer names like all of you have? I was going to say, do we get to pick our own? Did you pick your own, or did somebody give you all your dumb sorcerer names? She frowns <laughs> a little. Like like the Radiant, or the Dusk, or the Shaper of Wheel, or like, did, did you name yourselves? We were named by those who made us. Right. You may choose your own. Ah. Victory, what are you going to be? Because every reincarnation or whatever down the lines is going to have to have this name. (laughs) Fuck, I don't know. I'm... I'm I'm not even... I'm barely 14 at this point. I think I might actually now be after that month that we spent in a yeah, room uh, and yeah. I mean I don't feel like you have to decide this second no yeah, it's probably something I... you want to give some serious thought to yeah can I can I think about that a bit yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so many ideas that all of them are bad <laughs> and about 90% of them involve bombs <laughs> You are fortunate. <laughs> I am the last of us that can that can shape space. And I can't. Is that how this came about? <laughs> Were there more? Who could? Once all of us could. What happened? This story, I can tell you from first hand. Yeah, because you all started in the same place, right? Yes, we were born in the palaces of the old empire and raised to serve our people, to serve giant kind. And serve them we did. We grew in strength and wisdom and power. And we, each of us inherited a fragment of the the three-in-one goddess of Enruki, sorry, Enruki, mistress of word and will. A different aspect. I, light, and light, and flesh. Another memory in time, and others still other aspects. You have met them all. Each of us had certain powers in common, but our own flavor 
of magic. And we wrought such miracles for our people out of love and loyalty, as we saw it, both to build our cities high and in service of their war. And then we began to die. And it was terrible, so terrible. Wailing and gnashing of teeth. They used us with greater care after the first of us died in battle. In time, others began to die of age or accident or, yes, battle still. And then we discovered that my siblings were not gone. When ordinary goblins or humans or halflings began to appear, wielding the powers of my lost siblings. But the giants didn't like that. They did not. They liked it least when an elf in service to one of their one of the great enemies was born with our powers and such power it was so they told me the one who could shape flesh and light as my sister could shape will Make, change them. Make it so they can only be reborn as giants once more. And I told them truthfully that I could not. And again, then, they asked me, if you cannot make it so that they cannot be reborn, as, can only be reborn as giants, destroy them, shatter their souls so they can never be reborn at all. And this and I said too, this I cannot do, though that was a lie. But they grew dangerous, impatient, and I realized then that my time in their grace was limited only to the span of my life and the time in which I was useful to them. So to preserve, to preserve my kin, for there is nothing a sorcerer may do that the wise 
may not figure out how to do themselves in time. And I knew that if they sought it, they would learn the way to destroy us, to prevent us from being born again. I gave them an alternative. I said I could not destroy their souls, but I could seal off one of their powers forever. The most dangerous power, the power to shape space and distance, to bring there to here and fold a world away into a hidden space. Oh, bugger. <laughs> An odd response. Why do you say that? Um, because we're made from a different god, so you didn't seal that off from us? Then, can you do this? Are you able yeah. to bend space? I mean, I can just pop over all over the place. And, I mean, this bag here that Victory showed me how to make, it's got loads of space inside it. Her eyes focus um, on the bag for a moment, it glimmers with light, and they and their eyes widen. Then you possess a forbidden power, one sealed away for the sake of the world. What? Yes, I suppose I'll have to kill you now. I am yeah, joking, I am joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I well, left it my... It wouldn't work anyway, because I showed it to Wisdom, and, you know... Oh, it's, it's out. oh my. Yeah, no, it's out now. Um, the wise know the this. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose the giants were really pissed off. What do I care? I fled them. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I could not heal the damage I wrought. What I change remains changed. If I am not healing but shaping... I cannot undo what was done. I cursed and blunted my siblings to save them. And I stayed alive. I stayed alive and as their number dwindled, the ones who made me could not help but rely on me, could not trust, help but trust me, for they never, they never unlocked the secret of folding space. I took care never to let them see me do it after a time, to hide the method so they could never quite discover it, try as they might. until I was the only one left. And when the time was right, 
I stole one of their hidden worlds. I stole their greatest city and made it a sanctuary for my siblings reborn again and again through time. How did you lead them here in the first place? If they kept being reborn, I mean, how did they find it the first time? Because there must have been a first time that they came here, right? There was. I made con Before I stole the citadel, I made contact with those of my siblings who were reborn and alive, those I could find. I smuggled as many of them here as I could when I stole the city. And they created the first echoes in the wings that I shaped for them to pass the message on. And they let and in time they left and they left clues, hints indications of how to reach the one place still where this hidden world is still anchored to Calcinia. Hmm. But when I was gone, well, I don't truly know what happened, but I'm fairly confident that my kin, my creators, could make no more places such as this. I mean, to be fair, that doesn't seem to be a commonplace thing these days. Yeah, I certainly haven't heard of it. So was your only contact with the outside world when another one of you passes through here? In essence, yes. And when Without... was the last time another one of you did? What do you mean by another one of me? One of your siblings. Is that, is that right? Quinn? An echo. Yes. Uh, 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 if you are... Um, uh, an echo in the uh, same way that all of the others were. I am did. not an echo. No, you're you're not. You're alive, aren't you? She grins. Oh. You're still here. My nature was ever life and light. Do you get lonely or bored? Yeah, do you want me to bring you some books or like a sandwich? I've offered to some of the others. Her lip curls upwards in a smile and she reaches up with one hand. There is a place where my siblings may not tread. When you make your wings, you will learn how to hop, to fold parts of them to hide them. The to seal them away so that only you may unlock them. It is the case in every other way, 
and the echoes control access to those hidden portions, for whatever means they deem is best. I told you I stole a city, and she gestures with one hand like brushing aside a curtain, and for a moment the sheer void parts, and you get a glimpse of a beautiful sunlit valley bordered with terraced uh, with, uh, with terraced gardens and ancient gigantic style architecture and you see throngs of people of all different shapes and sizes living their lives and she closes she gestures and the void closes over I care for them, for they are mine. Are they the people who were like in the city when you stole it, or at least like their descendants? They're long descendants. It has been some, she thinks, close to seven thousand years. Oof! Wow! And even. Even such giants as I would not normally live so long. How are you doing it, then? Is this... yeah. If, if you people, don't... people, like, sort of mentioned that sorcerers can do this. What is... is this a sorcerer thing? It is easiest for me. But I was the first to do it. You, there is a way to turn your power inwards to heal the flesh that shapes your spirit to remain forever vital and youthful it is harder for others for their nature is not life as mine is and for them there is more of a cost I do not wield the absolute fullness of my power, for some of it must be spent on remaking and repairing myself. Hmm. So too it would be for any of my siblings who felt it was necessary to stay alive longer and longer. The greatest strengths would be sealed from them. They would be unable to use them without allowing, as it were, the clock to tick forward. Oh, I wonder if that's what the Drow Empress is doing. Yeah, God maybe. Is Still powerful, but not not as powerful as she should be. Mm. That would make sense. It would. sense. Yeah. It, will, it would also make sense as to why she presumably organised the society in the way that she has mm. to compensate for that a bit. She surrounds herself with powerful people who have powers that she can't use. Yes. Spirit-sighted people. Yeah. 
literally the whole of our society is made with the idea of surrounding her with an army of spirit-sighted people to protect her. Mm. If you're sighted, you become a priest. She has a lot of priests. And also, oh, Jason, what's the word for a boy drow that is sighted? Oh, they go off to become justiciers. That's the yeah. one. And justiciers, who, as far as I understand it, are fucking terrifying, but you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty good system, isn't it? Have any mm. sorcerers had the sight? Yeah, is that possible? Yeah. None of it's us. Out of curiosity. Did. She looks to Scamp and Victory. Victory shakes her head. No. I do not believe so. I. I do not understand perfectly what the sight is. My pe- my creators made much use of those with it. But the me- the way that spirit and soul and flesh interact is not known to me. Mm. Suffice to say, flesh and will have power over spirit, and much greater power if you can see what you're doing. That is how I understood the way that spirit shapers worked amongst the society in which I grew up. That makes a certain sense. I thought spirits out of people didn't work in the society in which you grew up. I told you, my society had order. And a lot of slaves. Hmm. Makes sense. It was not considered good fortune to be born with the sight in my society. What did they do with them? Sound like a nice thing. They trained them to bind and shape spirit according to the means that they devised. You You should understand my people's society was built upon war with gods. So, short lifespans of spirit crafting until you burned through them, basically. Is that right? That... I believe would cover the essentials. From what Magnus said, um, well, what we learned at Magnus is you don't last long doing that, do you? One of my duties was to repair them for as long as they could last. Right. 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 One of... Rhea is the shape of will. This is Thea. One of my sister Rhea's was to repair their minds to keep them functioning. Really glad there are no more giants anymore. Are there no more? No. Not really. Well, the old one. 
happen. There's no society. Not like there the was, no. Civilization's gone, mostly. Good fucking riddance, by the sounds of things. She frowns at that. There's a complex look on her face, a... I don't a actually of... mean that all the way, but... Ugh, it sounds terrible, is what I mean. There's a mixture of satisfaction and sadness. The people may exist somewhere, but the society certainly doesn't anymore. What about this war, then? The war with gods. Yeah, Is that where gods? all the, the, the shit with spirit-sighted people started? Is that where... What, what, what happened? How far back do you want me to go? <laughs> all the way. If I'm going all the way, again, these are the stories I was taught. Mm-hmm. Until a time after we killed our god, I was not around. And a lot of this war I did not see firsthand. My role was support. And for some reason, the ones who created me did not share their utmost state secrets with me. Shocker. <laughs> except as much as I needed to know. It's almost as if they didn't trust someone made from a piece of their, go of their dead murdered god. <laughs> it's funny, actually. Yeah. I, I never held a grudge about that. Huh. Do tales still persist of the first gods, the eldest gods? Legit, do they? No! <laughs> You've never heard of this! Um... No. 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 There's pretty much there's just one where I'm from. Who no, there yeah, isn't. They kind of go, oh, <laughs> just this one, and they kind of hide all stories of anything else. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. I really don't think there is one god causing. I really just, I really just don't think there is. Um. What I mean is that there's, there's not a. Um, an accepted view that there's more than one. There we go. Which means there's no stories. Yeah. What we call gods is there's plenty of them. It's just that in that place. I no never, I mean, where I'm from, I never fucking know if they're gods or if they're just really big spirits, to be honest. I'm, I'm well, a bit confused a what a god even is. Point. There is, like, a pause from Thea who elegantly shrugs one soldier. Uh, soldier, one shoulder. <laughs> I'm not a priest. <laughs> Neither am I. But I will tell you the story as I heard it. In the first days, there were seven, the eldest gods, who made the peoples, who made their peoples, 
and ruled the cities of old. Emruk, Emruki, the mistress of word and will, the three in one, maiden, mother, and crone, goblin, bugbear, and hob. She who had mastery over transition, over the space between spaces. If you wanted to be crude about it, over magic. Of course, very obviously by the time I came around, uh, not really an extant following. <laughs> there was Murad Din, the Lord of Art and Craft. Oh, him we've heard of. Yeah, Father dwarves, dwarves worship him. Sirsa, mistress of sea and star, who valued cunning and planning over all. Eldrak Shapur, the monarch of sky and flame, they who wrought halflings and humans into the kobolds and the dragonborn, and forged the first dragons of their blood. That was the name, sorry. Eldrak Shapur. Eshkirik, the lady of leaf and light, who mothered the elves. Kibir Nagash, Lord of Silver and Shade. Mm -hmm. huh. And Daru, Mother of Root and Stone, who valued life and might, and who made or and who made of goblin stock the lizard kin that in time at least from what little I have heard of people uh, from my siblings would become a people now known as the Yon Ti. Hmm. In the beginning. Uh, sorry. What was that word? Kibir Nagash? Kibir Nagash, Lord of Silver and Shade. Um, out of character, could we maybe like have these notes at the end? Uh, yeah. The bits give... that are not secret. Um, yeah, I will. I will give you. I can't write all this down. I'm trying, and I just can't. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, let me just check if there's any bits on the bit that I have just said that were that are secret. I think I'm okay. I'm I'm going to copy this into uh, the, even just the names and like what I'm they do. Copy the would names be so and great. The, the names and the by names into. Yeah, I just I can't keep up. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to try to. Yep. Apparently my uh, slightly cracked phone screen is... Uh, Blessed are the note-takers. <laughs> going to... Uh, no, enjoying that. Okay, here we go. So... I'll stick... For they shall inherit the world building. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. I had to go, like, way back to get these names out. Um, <laughs> finding the old physical Thank folder. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you are great. There you go. So, continuing onwards. Uh, what did I just said? I said Daru. Mm -hmm. Yep. There we go. Uh, and I think Scamp was saying a thing. Yeah, uh, Kabin Gash. Can we hear some more about that one? Because that name's familiar. 
I know only fragments. I know the tale of. I know the ta some of the tales of how the war went. And it went what and it began as I was alive. Well, it began before I was alive. <laughs> it began with the death of Emruki. Oh god. I do not know exactly how much time passed between her death and my birth. However, it seems that this provoked a war between the gods. A war out of terror that they could die. What provoked a war exactly? Our murdering our god. Right. Cool. Makes sense. Long had they struggled against one another. And at times striven, but this was the first war that shattered the age, so they tell, say, of harmony that existed beforehand. I know that Kibir Nagash made war upon his, uh, the Lord of Silver and Shade, made war upon his sister, Eshkiri, the Lady of Leaf and Light. Or perhaps she made war upon him. I do not know the cause from in to be frank, I was raised with a measure of propaganda that uh, the gods were all uh, traitorous and undeserving and needed to die. Hmm. So she shrugs again. However, what I do know is that Kibir Nagash won, was the victor, and destroyed his sister and her city. And in that moment, Eshkirig was slain, and the elves were left forevermore, so the saying goes, with no true God. I knew they were just fucking big spirits. I fucking knew they were just big, powerful spirits! Ah! Ah, that's great. That's... Mm. Sorry. Carry on. You may be <sighs> right. I am... Uh, again, this is all second-hand. It's just really funny that they're not actually gods. Sorry. It's just that it's brought up with, like, a lifetime of propaganda around the gods and how important they were. Ah. Oh. Brilliant. Continue. Apologies. <laughs> Again, Thea kind of shrugs at this. You can tell, like, you know, she, she says, I'm glad this revelation brings you some comfort. God. Nevertheless, at this, at this, the war... The gods made war now upon oh, at least two fronts. Against us, against Kibir Nagash, and 
I never saw the full picture of it. Even when my siblings and I would fight upon the fronts in one capacity or another, we only ever saw fragments of these battles. Warring against... Warring against spirits and, their, and those who worshipped them. Warring against the gods in their cities. Wreaking terrible, terrible destruction. And it being wrought in turn. They fell. The cities and their gods, one by one. Sirsa, Eldrak Shapur, Daru. And in their place, the Titans rose, who would later be known as Kraken, Tarask, and Phoenix, or the Serpent of Flame. They were around when you were around. Oh, yes. This would be... Oh. I was made... By now it would be around eight and a half thousand years ago. Hark. Mm. I remained That's for... a long time. Uh, a little under a millennium and a half before I stole the city and ran. So I lived through a lot of things. But the War of Gods, in truth, only lasted some 400 years. Kibir Nagash was slain by the Titans. Muradin, the only one to survive, until my people slew him too, the last of the Elder Gods to die. And they all did. That must be why, well, I mean, dwarves live for quite a long time. They've got longer memories. This, I should say, the gods died, the eldest gods died. But, as you have said, there were others that rose in their place, smaller in nature. One legend I heard told was that when they... When they cut up Emruki into twelve, a thousand drops of her blood scattered across Haldanos and rose as new gods. And a thousand? Hmm. Certainly there were enough cults. And they have power, and had power, to be sure. And we... Well... We had the time of Cold War. What does that mean? With the last of with the last of the Elder Gods dead, we had enemies forever. It was never always an active front, but we had earned forever the enmity of all dwarves. Yeah. We the elves gathered together under these new gods that rose and ro and made war against us. 
And the Titans were forever our foes. What made them? Yeah, how did that work? I do not know. All I know is that they ro- is that they arose amidst the destruction of the gods. Mm. This is not see- there is not I did not see it happen. And if though and if my masters knew they certainly never shared that with me again probably on account of thee being made from a piece of their dead god i mean you seem to imply that they were tied to three specific ones um Sir, eldrak and daru those were the cities that died and the gods that died as the titans were born yes Mm. I mean, if one can make a sorcerer out of a piece of gold, what could one make out of a whole one? Yeah. Mm. Also, this Emruki, you said she was mistress of will and... The mistress of word and will. Uh, If you want to oversimplify... Her nature, her core of nature was learning and magic, which ironically armed her people extremely well for how to make use of her dismembered corpse. Hmm. There is a reason the wise made their foundations amongst my people, Hmm. for we always understood best the workings of magic, even without sight much of which they learned from myself and my siblings. I wonder if there's a kernel of truth in the idea that there was indeed a will that was. Maybe she was it. I mean, if there were lots of gods at the beginning, there's no reason to believe that one of them was the wheel over any of the rest of them. I mean, I know she's the master of the and wheel and all that stuff, but I just, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know any more than you do, though. I'm just theorising at this point. Well, I'm just trying to... Uh... was killed, you said. Do you know how? Hmm. No. I understand there was... I know that... The legend says... Kabir Nagash killed his sister by shattering her city walls and scattering her people by breaking all that uh, by uh, by breaking her might and showing her to be unworthy. It's very poetic and I am very much summarizing down what is a one-hour-long epic which is very strong on the flowery language. <laughs> right. Uh, it mostly, Thank you. <laughs> it's mostly... Uh, honestly, a lot of it is an analogy for Roth. I would rather... Uh, I, I would love to... I would actually love to regale you, but not right now. <laughs> the... I wonder which one. I wonder what made us and the skulls. Because we came from little silver skulls. 
One of them's got silver in its name or its description. I'm just, you know, mm. maybe making leaps here, but. No, it's a good point, Scamp. Which god are you from is a very good question. I'm afraid that is a question I cannot answer. I have been I have been out of the world for 7,000 years. If you were to encounter a sorcerer or some kind of being that had been created from the remains of a dead god, would you always be able to tell? I have genuinely never considered this up until about half an hour ago. <laughs> but I All right. was, no, fair enough. I was always able to identify my siblings when they were reborn. Right. I am as surprised as you are that it also works on these two new sorcerers. And you were able to tell that they were. Yes. With all due respect to my sight, they have souls and you do not. Hmm. Huh. That's weird. Mm. I suppose no weirder than um, living in a world where some people can see things that others can't, but they're all definitely there. Why do you lot look different to us, then? In what... Uh, I mean... Um, uh, I'm, I I'm literally a giant. Uh, uh, I'm no, glowing I, because that's yeah. my nature. I don't... I mean, you sort of don't count right now in the nicest way possible because there's, there's a lot going on. It's fabulous, by the way. Yeah. No shit. Uh, it's worth <laughs> noting that Thea does indeed sort of stand out in the world in the same way as Scamp mm. does. Uh, but it's, it was hard to see at first because of all the blinding light. Passing over all the blinding light and all that stuff. Um, you're clearer than other people. You stand out, all, all of you. Because we're like spirits. You sort yeah. of have a glow about you. Well, you're like part spirit, right? Uh, if I had we're to... made of the same sort of stuff, maybe. If I had to make a guess, and this is a guess, uh, yes, because we are made from pieces of God. This is where my question comes in, though, right? Because spirits and gods, are they the same? Are they the same thing? Did spirits come before gods or after? Because you talked about a whole thing where they hated spirit-sighted people, but you also talked about a whole god war. Were there already spirits, or did those spirits, are they all bits of god when they died? Help. I genuinely cannot answer that. Damn. Uh, this is... The point at which the first god dies is before I am, uh, am born. Yeah, no, uh, that's fair. And... <laughs> A fair bit before I am born. I, I don't really know how to put this, but um, uh, storm giant pregnancies last a long time. Right. Good mm. to know. Um, like years. Shit. Huh. I thought else having it for a year was different body mm. time and like causing is going through this in terms of like the biology of massive people. <laughs> like two years, but still like. 
it, 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 still, there was enough time, and I and it takes us quite a long time to reach adulthood, and I really need to clarify this. Uh, I was made as perfectly as my people uh, were made by uh, by, by the uh, 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 by our goddess, um, and my memory is still fades over time. Uh, that was fair, but they were they were like spirits and spirit sighted people when you when were I was when I as as at the age at which I can remember, this was a thing. Yes, because you were like healing them when they got all yeah. Um, Eventually, yes. Right. But the point is that I am. I don't know if there were. I do not know if the little spirits that you speak of were always around, or if they are the thousand drops of blood from uh, Embruki being killed. That's a theory. I, I, I am. I, I have genuinely no idea. As a theory, it's as good as any other right now. Are. Mm. Uh, our attitude towards it was very much there are people who can see these spirits, these spirits are our enemies uh, and will seek to destroy us because we've because we are at war with the gods therefore you don't really stop and listen to them you try and control them or turn them into weapons Why did the giants hate them so much? Like why? She because she failed, and because we were cursed with a hunger that, if not sated, will drive us into insanity. I need to really clarify this. It takes great. It takes both great will and fairly constant food for a giant to retain control and be calm and all that we can. When the hunger madness overwhelms us, we will eat anyone and anything. That might go some way to explaining why there aren't that many left. The, again, I did not live through the time of, the time of strife after our crea- after my people's creation, but I saw giants fall to the hunger madness. Why would that make them hate spirits? Because they think they were drops of blood of their god who failed to make them? We do are the philosophy, in essence. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. When we when we worshipped Embruki we believed that she was perfect, that she would elevate us. We believed she was without flaw, 
and we were wrong. And she had the power to be so wrong in such a catastrophic manner. And all gods had such power. And we swore, we, those who created me, swore that they would never allow this to happen again. That gods could not be trusted, could not be believed in so blindly. That it was our duty to eradicate them. And therefore, drops of blood or things connected to them or things made of them, spirits. Also, we, this view was very public and very clear and uh, therefore provided something of an incentive for uh, uh, the gods and all their worshippers to want us gone. What with the whole philosophical, we are committed to wiping you out. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that'll do it. It's sort of a total war situation, if you will. Hmm. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Giants sound awful. We had our good points. We... The best of us ruled wisely and well and cared for our people. Mm. And the worst of us were monsters. Mm. Did the best of you care for any other people? I put it to you, I put it this way to you. Are there, in the times in which you live, are there still monarchs? Yeah. Yeah. Kings and queens and the like. Yeah. More less, though. <laughs> but, um... What is the duty... What is the duty of a queen? Depends who you ask. A lot of waving, <laughs> asking what people do. Um, The duty of a queen is to protect and provide, to safeguard her people, and to ensure that they live safely and well. And that is her duty to her people, first and foremost. And if she must make a decision to choose between them and others, her duty is to look for her people first. That is what it is to rule and to be responsible for people. I suppose it depends who else you consider yours, but not in the way that you have to look after them. Got a lot of that from looking at giant history, haven't we? There'd be other people in the cities that were theirs but weren't looked after. She shrugs. That were just theirs. Very drow of them, actually. Who? My lot. I gesture at 
Oh. Hang on, I, I, I don't... I don't like a normal one. I do like a... Little static Little image. static illusion <laughs> of, I don't know, like... I just do one on the palm of my hand of, like... Just a regular old... Yeah, drag. like, a, like mm. a couple of miscellaneous drow, but small. Yeah. Like mm. me, but without all the... Hmm. Ah, the northern. Uh, yes, uh, one of the peoples of elves. Yep. She doesn't seem terribly either encouraging or defensive. She just sort of says, "You asked of my people." I told you the best and the worst. Mm. And with due respect, I do not invite you to come to my uh, to come to my domain and judge how I rule. You didn't need to. Um, I... I'm not judging you necessarily. <laughs> you seem all wrong, actually. But I would say the best of us upheld those ideals. And others did not. I am not going to speak in glowing terms of my whole society, given how it treated me. I would have been surprised, to be honest. <laughs> but there were parts that of it that were... But there were parts of it that were worthwhile, and I tried to preserve that. That's fair. Like almost any society, I suppose, it's a mixed bag. No, you're right. I wasn't there. I'm just um, not feeling particularly charitable after recent events. Well, but it's none of my fucking business when it comes down to it. Indeed. So, have you and any final questions? Gone. Any further questions? Oh, I've got probably so many. Um, I can't think of them though. I know I've got loads of things I should know and ask. Well, will there ever be a time that these two could come back and ask? Yeah. Of course. You are able to fold space, yes? Yeah. She gestures at the platform in front of her, the separate one to the one that you're holding, uh, that you're on, and a tiny pair of chips of stone flick off it and fly up uh, and, uh, and hover in front of you and Victory Scamp. Pulls out of the air. This next time you may skip the long journey. Thank you. That'll make it a lot easier. Furthermore, as promised, I will create for the pair of you wings of the citadel and teach you in time how to shape them. And 
some of the secrets and skills that you must know, such as how to create echoes. And that will include some warnings. These wings will be attuned to your natures. You will be able to shape them in a way that will be, will seem almost all powerful. You will be able to make multiple echoes if you so choose. In Calcinia, your power to use such powers is possible, but the world will strain against you in a different way. You would find it hard to create more than a single echo. And if you should try and reshape the world to your will in the same way, it may be possible, but there is a chance it could burn that power out of you. I don't know if it would be forever, but certainly within the life you are living now. Because sometimes, like, I want the world to be different, or just in a little way, and, and it is, because I wanted it. At first I thought it was just, like, coincidence, but now it, 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 it is the thing I'm doing. Is that what you're talking about, or, like, on a bigger scale? Interesting. I do not know. Perhaps we shall find out. Oh dear. You are welcome to return to the Citadel any time, so long as you can reach the entrance. I will ensure that the door will open, will open directly to your wing, if you so will it. Speaking of which, she gestures and the golden gateway leading back to the vampire dust caves hmm. flares with light and suddenly you see it open uh, upon the bridge of light leading out into the apparent cloudscape that was at the very entrance to the citadel still within the hidden world but leading back to the uh, sort of secret entryway on the mountainside. Go to that door I looked. <laughs> doesn't narrow it down much, does it? Narrow it doesn't, down, if I'm honest. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll be, the liquor of things. <laughs> you can't be the liquor of things. <laughs> that's a point of a Can question I, I should ask. <laughs> Does time pass differently while we're in here? Only within the Reaper of Times domain. <sighs> okay, that's kind of nice. I, I mean, we still don't I mean, know yeah, how long the Shaper of Will had us, uh, but yeah, that's kind of nice. 
that rules out some of the more um, extreme and bad possibilities that I was worried about. Time is... She trails off and just, like, stares into the middle distance for a moment. Kronos is the brother I least understand. Hmm. Complicated doesn't even begin to explain it. Yeah. I once asked him, and he did say, no, you can't go back, that's impossible. And I said, we see impossible things all the time. He said, no, it's draw a square circle impossible. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of the first things I thought of back when we were both in our first lives. She like sat a moment, then shrugs. So I figured you. you you might have thought of it. Mm. Of course. <laughs> I have a question mm. for you. Mm. Now that you know in a sense your heritage and what it is and is not. Now that you have found the citadel and seen what you can be, what will you do? How will you live? like to find some of the others if it's possible they may not want to be found in that I will offer I will offer you no aid for many of my siblings have tried to kill each other oh yeah no absolutely I didn't realise that there were so many sorcerers all at once Until now, only ever twelve. But there's still so many more than I thought. Like, previously. Looks like there's fourteen at least now. Yeah, I mean, is... I don't know if I'm making too many loops here, but is there a reason there couldn't be more? Clearly not. It happened once, it I mean, could happen again. Of... But... We know a bunch of gods died, we didn't know what happens to their bodies, do we? If we cut the Kraken up into lots of tiny pieces, could we make sorcerers? Um, By the sounds of it, it it needs to be a specific process. Yeah, I mean, we don't know it. (laughs) That might be a big leap, but I thought of it, so I said it. No, it's worth worth asking that question, and I think the only person who can even shed any light on that right now is Vissalissa. Do we know that Vasilisa actually did was involved in it, or did she just use something that already had been made? 
How do you mean? Because, well, the skulls, we don't... Mm. They they were split up to protect the parts of the thing because they were worried about losing the whole of the god. Was that done thousands of years ago and she just found out that it was done and found them and used them? Yeah, she just picked them up and figured out what they were. Because she went to, you know, the city of all the dead with the door that we don't open. There's types of magic, isn't there, that allow you to (laughs) discern the the entire history of a thing. You can do something like that, Scamp. Is it possible she could do the same thing with these skulls? I can't do that. Mm. Oh, what you're thinking of um, might be that I could do it for a bit with the eye. But that's that's not a thing anymore. <laughs> no, obviously yeah, not. Yeah, you but... could base because, like uh, Scamp was saying, when we were stuck in that room for a month, that like you know we can get like Scamp gets like little flashes about an object when trying to identify it. But you could do a thing where you just like saw its past. Yeah, I could like ask a question, yeah. and I'd pop in and get a vision. Well, she has and the power she to found do one of them in, like, we know that she was in the city, which is where it, that used to belong to a god that died. Mm. a gash, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The god is silver. Yep. That would make we sense. We might be giving her too much credit. Like, she's smart and she's done a big thing, but it doesn't mean that she could do it again or has the knowledge of how it was done in the first place. I'd still like to hear what she fucking did. Oh, yeah, no, okay. I want to know. Very much I want to know. We if she's fun. a tall KG after this, I'll murder her, uh, to be honest. So, yeah. Mum did say just before we left that she was going to answer, that she was, she was just going to talk and lay it all out. Good. Good. Um, We need that information. And, you know, I love my mum, and she is brilliant, but we're pirates, and she is a thief. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, I I reckon she probably, like, she's probably smart for figuring out however she made us, but probably didn't you know invent it yeah yeah i think they probably someone probably carved up a god and rather than putting it into some unborn children they put them in the skulls and she just worked out how to move it from one to t'other at this point uh friend points from one of the skulls points out i'm no, she definitely figured out how to how to divide up us the parts of Kotsol. Oh. oh, she did, yeah. We've, we've established that, actually. Oh, yeah, that's true. But maybe she didn't invent the sorcerer process. Maybe she found something she could do no. it with. Mm. That I get all confused on the time of things. I've... My memory's a mess. Huh? <laughs> It rings a... Something of that rings a bell, but... You're right, though. She did actually notably carve up Kotzol. That did happen. That's true. But maybe the skulls are from Kibbeinagash. That would follow. Yeah. Like, I wonder whether she made them or not. 
you know? I don't know. Because there was that... I it mean, feels like they were being used for something else first, weren't they? Hmm. I don't was know. That, that place where there was an altar or something and a temple bit? I, I don't remember. Fair looks on light blinks. This is all very interesting. At some point, you should you should tell me all about it. Oh, we'll, we'll tell you all about it when we figure it out. <laughs> but we will have time. As I say, you may return at any time. One last chance while your companions are here. If you have any burning questions. Do you think the Titans were made in a similar manner to the way that you were made? Not a clue. But I will say this. You are you were talking about cutting up the Kraken, yes? Yeah. 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 My people warred against the Titans for a thousand for at the point at which I left at least a thousand years. If you go against the Kraken, then you will also fight the ta- the Tarask and the Phoenix. Yeah, those two are done, darling. Apparently. She blinks. I'm sorry? Notably, the Tarask is no longer... But the Phoenix living. isn't either. And yes, the, the Phoenix is also... history. And there's, there's down pieces of the Phoenix... I don't know, feathers, maybe, um, that are about, but they're gone. Then you may have a chance. <sighs> there was a time where, when I told people I was intending to kill the Kraken, they looked at me like I was intending, like I said, I was going to murder the wind. Or kill a god. Hmm. In effect... And I think, well, we know that can be done, can't it? Yes, we certainly do. With the others gone, you may have a chance. Were their powers linked? They reinforced one another, you could say. So it's not like if one dies, the others get the power of that one redistributed. She shakes her head. They would fight... They would sometimes... They would often act independently, but if truly threatened, they would act together. We tried, when I was around, many times to destroy the Titans. And always they would come together. The Kraken was the weakest of the three, but also, in some ways, the most cunning. The one most willing to retreat and flee. And she would lead us into traps. So many traps. Uh, but when we had her cornered, her, the other two would come to support her. That's bizarre. The... The phoenix had power over life and death. Makes sense. 
those who died she could she could bring back to fight for her. And she had power over sorry, actually my apologies. They make sure I gender the Phoenix correctly. The Phoenix uh, had power over uh, over life and death and parts of the weather as well. Over air and fire. And they could bring terrible rains of flame if they sought. Or heal. Though their healing was paled in comparison to that of the Tarasque, for its power was one of... For it could not only mould earth and shape life and make flesh and root and tree grow, it could heal itself eternally and those it touched. When the... When we gravely injured the Kraken, the Tarasque would heal her. Hmm. But if the... But if the Kraken no longer has access to the Tarasque's infinite healing, perhaps mm -hmm. she can be killed. Got a grail. A what? Know anything about that? The grail. It's this thing that just makes you all unkillable. So that sounds like the Tarasque. No. This is clearly something after my time. The Tarasque was unkillable. connected. Maybe. Like you've got down left over from the Phoenix. I wonder if uh, there's anything left of the Tarasque. That would yeah, make sense, it, wouldn't it? It, Phoenix... when it, was, it was like a stone. Like yeah, like a red old earth and stuff. I guess it you, you said like a, a, a red jewel or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, like a big bit of red glass. It looked like. Hmm. Interesting theory. Makes sense if the kraken has the eyes and the um, the phoenix the down that the Tarasque would have something. I really now I really uh, wish I knew what the actual circumstances of these. Uh, legendary mythical things that happened thousands of years ago was. Yeah. Hmm. If only there wasn't the massive repository of information that we burnt down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you found the archive? No, we broke the grand archive. archive. One of a kind. <laughs> yeah, no, it was on fire when we found it. Yeah. It was still under construction when I disappeared. Hmm. Intended to be a repository of all our greatest knowledge. Yeah. Cools and pinches the bridge of his nose. <laughs> I remember them talking about building some sort of map there that could track the Titans. Hmm. One of a kind. Yeah. I hate everything. <laughs> no, I mean, that we, we took as accurate a copy of as we possibly can, and now we have a probably as accurate a map of the world as is likely to exist for at least another couple of hundred years. Including, like, a whole undiscovered continent on the South Pole and, like, a much smaller one on the North Pole. <laughs> yep. That's going to have in no way massive historical ramifications, I'm sure. Anyway, 
It's kind of a big day, to be honest, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Oof. Any other questions, folks? I'm, I think I'm dry. <sighs> I'm sure I've got loads, but it's just, it's been a long old, it's been a long old track here. Um, I maybe need to think about it. Yeah. I mean, at least you can come back. And you can come too. I'll bring you back anytime if you have questions. Thank you, Scamp. I appreciate that. That's kind if if that's allowed, but your space. You can come to. Yeah, but I'm going to make space for you in my wing. You'll get houses and stuff. Thank you. Thanks. Your space, your rules, I suppose. Yeah. Well, you made space for me in your house, cousin. Of course. It'd be weird not to return the favour. I give them a hug. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I've already stolen a house for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> oh, my fucking cat's in it. I have to go and get it. Anyway. Uh, oh, is... shit! The cat! Yeah, you might have all forgotten it. I haven't for a second. No, I've 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 been thinking about just how much coffee that cat's gonna have drunk. <laughs> She's gonna be so fat. Zoomies for days. <laughs> oh fuck, we got a ghost butler. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'll be honest. I just sort of forgot. Like I've really just been focusing on surviving for the last. I don't know how long we've been in here. Um, and wow, Shanti was. Sorry, you've got a ghost butler. Well, uh, yeah, we'll. Long story. We'll talk about it later, babe. Um, yeah. Wait a minute. Does that mean I'm? I'm finally going to see the the actual world. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, listen, this whole ancient secrets thing has been great, but I want to see the world. Yeah. It would be our pleasure to show it to you. It would be our honour. <laughs> Anywhere you want to go. Fair gestures to the gateway. Farewell for now. When you return, your wings will be ready. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. And can we can we bring other friends here? Because I've got a friend who'd really like to see some of this. I trust her. Only the pair of you may come and speak to me. I prefer not to speak too often. I have duties of my own. But you have control over the door and your wing. You may bring people into your own wings as you wish. I cannot... I make no guarantee of their safety or comfort if they walk into the wings of any other sorcerers. Hmm. No. Farewell. 
Thank you for everything. Like, going all the way back thousands of years ago. Thank you for this place. And everything you've done for all of us. You are welcome. And what are eldest sisters for? <laughs> However you choose to live, live well. And know that in this life or any other, there will always be a place for you here. You turn to the golden archway, and step through into the, onto the bridge of light leading out from the city in the clouds. And as you, st you start walking up, and at this point, Shanti just fucking breaks into a run hmm. up the light bridge until she reaches the sort of translucent kind of doorway at the edge. And as it opens up, she bursts out onto the plateau, the ridge high up in the mountains. The sky, the uh, the sky is clear, uh, the sun, the real sun, for the first time in her life, is shining. And she takes a deep breath of cold, real mountain air. I'm free. And we're going to pick up with all of the finding out how your cat's doing and going <laughs> back and all of that next time. Thank you all for playing. Thank you all for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. Your spirit may leapfrog through time, your body changing and your mind. But whether you bring hope or fear, you'll always find safe harbor here. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.